All right, welcome back to another episode of On the Throne with Dick. And, uh, you know, Sanjin Boychuk, uh, thanks for the great intro, outro song there. Uh, you can find him, Sanjin Boychuk, everywhere. And uh, today's guest is Miss Mrs. Frost and I. We're coming at you from where the magic happens uh, and, and why we're in the mess that we're in called Parenthood. Yes. What's going on? Uh we're just we wanted to have uh, a father's day episode right we talked about doing it a while ago we were going to do a mother's day one and mother's day was really busy yeah we got really busy. so we're also really busy right now but we're in the we middle have, of moving we have time to do an episode yeah we're in the middle of moving that's why you know no pictures of everybody no bed frame yeah nothing going on here so it's yeah. it's kind of interesting you know we're moving and uh pretty excited for the move to edmonton Yes. Are you excited? Yes. I'm excited. I'm stressed, but... Why are you I so was, stressed? There's just a lot to be done. Father's love. We do everything. You do some stuff, yeah. <laughs> so what's what's happening with you? What's new with you? With me? Yeah. I'm moving to Edmonton. <laughs> and, and that's all that's on your mind right now? Currently, yes. Moving to Edmonton. Okay. We're busy with doing that. So, yeah. What yeah. about you? Yeah, I'm just, you know, uh, we got evacuated from Edson. That's my second time we've been evacuated this yes. uh, this summer. So I'm actually home. Uh, so we did, we did plan this to be a long-distance interview. We, we talked about doing it as a, as a long-distance thing. But luckily, well, not so luckily, you got to be home for a couple of days and spend some time with the family and do some stuff. Yeah, it's 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 good that way, and at least I get to be home and help you out a little bit. And you know, I'm so excited for that. You know, I I had no other plans uh, no, at all. No other plan. No other way to spend my uh, spend my time, I guess. So we had our five year old today. Penelope had a party that she's had planned for quite a while. Yeah. And but you got to be home for it today. Yeah, it was quite interesting. You know, I made a lot of jokes and stuff like that, but like I was, I was really excited to be there for, and watch it happen. Yes. It was, uh, you know, her first party. I guess she's hosted. Well, she had her birthday party, but her birthday party, um, we let her hand out the invitations. Yeah. And <laughs> when she got home from school that day, we said like, "Who did your hand your invitations to?" And she told us the neighbor that we already handed the invitation to. And then she threw the rest in the garbage, she said. So she only had a couple very small, low-key kids at her birthday. Kids at her birthday party. There was a people there, though. Yeah, and, you know, it was, it was, yeah, it was very small. There wasn't a lot of people there. That, but, hey, whatever, she threw a lot of them out. So um, maybe trying to invite the garbage man. Who knows? Um, maybe but, she is your daughter yeah no it was it was quite interesting to to be there and watch it you know i was i was like uh i don't know how i'm gonna handle like having five little girls running mm -hmm. to my house but like it was kind of cool and you know watching them you know how they make slime and, mm -hmm. and watching them take turns doing things and mm -hmm. they actually got along really well there yes wasn't i think any screaming um pippa slash me picked a group of three of her friends she would love to invite the whole class and I'm sure come tomorrow when she goes back to school, she'll be in, trying to invite more people um, to a, her next one. But it's, it's not happening as of yet. 
Yeah. But she, um, I, we kind of fine tuned who we were going to invite just, you know, in general, like we know certain kids' personalities as like, and you can see, you know, who she plays with at school. And yeah, so that's how we did that. Cause we did pick a really good group of three, but then we also had our youngest daughter. Aurora. Yes. She's a wild child. It's a wild card. She's a wild card. Uh, she did okay. She did really good though. Yeah. yeah there was a minimal crying with her. Minimal. So. Yes. Minimal. She's like, you know, like, I want that. I want that. And mm-hmm. and you know, all the older girls did really well accepting her in in as well. You know, like mm-hmm. there wasn't any. There was a couple times where it was kind of like, ooh, that's gonna be a dicey situation. Mm-hmm. But like for five year olds, they're like really well behaved and they know how to use their words. Like, hey, please don't touch me without asking. Mm-hmm. Please. And I was like, whoa, like that's pretty good. And Aurora yeah. and Aurora immediately was like, okay, sorry. Yeah. Can I touch you now? No. Okay. <laughs> and then carry on. Go to the next kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was really interesting to watch watching them all uh, kind of work together and and have fun and and even talk about how much of a great time they had. Yeah, we made pizza too. Yeah, we it was a, she had a slime and pizza party or pizza and slime party. Yeah, where we made our own pizza. We cooked it in the oven. They like did the sauce and cheese and the toppings, put it in the oven. They ate it and it was great. It was a good time. Yeah. It was nice that you got to be there and witness it just because you don't normally get to witness like birthday parties and other things like that. I've taken them to a lot of birthday parties, but you haven't got to. Yeah. 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 I mean, (laughs) yeah, I wasn't sure. Right. But then, you know, uh, oh, Casey, Casey was getting the pizza and stuff like that together. And I wasn't sure (laughs) if I was just going to sit there, but then I immediately (laughs) just started jumping in and helping because like. Hey, yes. that's what I'm home for. Yes. Right? I guess what I do when I'm home is like, hey, I got to help. Right? Yes. And and this one was like, okay, this is no different. Okay, okay. Got to grab the cups. Got to yeah. grab drinks if they want them. Got to grab, okay, the pizza. Set out all the stuff. Hey, what can I do with the with the slime? You need the glue now. You need this. Cool, cool. Right? And yep. it, was, it was interesting. I wasn't sure if I should make plans to do something else or not, but. No. It was great. It was interesting. The, um. The evolution of you watching you evolve as a father has been so interesting. Um, now, six, you were so, <clears throat> for a long time, you didn't want to be a father, right? You were very much set on no kids. We were going to have no kids. And I was like, yeah, right. But like, I just played along with it. But like, You're a I, master man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always knew that we were going to have kids. Um, I've always said that we would have at least two daughters. I've always said that to you because I wanted my kids to have sisters. Yeah. I, wanted, I wanted a daughter and I wanted her to have a sister. Well, maybe this is your fault then. Yeah, maybe. But like, we've always talked about that. We've always wanted, and then we'll have another one hopefully soon. But um, at first you didn't want to be a father. And I think for you, that stems from your dad talking about not how he didn't as a father didn't want to be a father. Yeah. That was mind blowing. Listen to him say like 15 years. Oh, not even 15, like to a seven year old girl. Like, Oh, I never wanted you. Younger than seven. Cause like, that's when I came around and I heard it and I was like, Hey, red flag. But like, I mean, I'm sure you heard it younger than that. Oh yeah. She was pretty young when, well, first of all, 
he didn't even want her when she when my stepmom was pregnant with her. Yes. Like they left. So you're they, talking about your youngest sister that she's yeah, yeah. the youngest yeah. So uh, yeah, like she he got he kicked her out. He right? kicked your stepmom out. He kicked my stepmom out when she was pregnant with my youngest sister, and was like, I don't want kids. I don't want any more kids. Yes. Right. Like that's not in the cards for me no more. And he was about my age. It was a little older than that. Maybe, yeah. A maybe older. a little bit. Yeah. Like, not much. Yeah. And and I remember her leaving, and then I I don't know if she said, "Hey, I'm going to take you for everything or not," but like <laughs> she came back in, and but like she never he never really uh, got over the fact that he didn't want kids, and any more kids. any more kids, and was never afraid to shy away from letting her know that hey, like I didn't want you, yes. right? Like I I love you, but I didn't want you. And always said like, always made those jokes like, "Hey, you owe me rent. You owe me. You, you owe me the world." You to, know? to you and your other sisters that weren't just the younger sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you owe me the world, basically. And you know what? Like, sure, but like you don't tell your kids that when they're younger, and you don't tell them don't that think... at all. Like you don't even joke around about it. I think, especially to like a seven-year-old. So for me, like I think that we chose to have the children. So we're responsible for Absolutely. their choices, right? And and that's one thing, right? Because you have PCOS, and we yeah. have to try really hard to have kids. Yeah. So, like, you know, even when they're growing up, they're always going to know, they like, hey, we had to try. Yeah. Like, we went to doctors. Yeah. We went, you you took special like, yeah. medications, and, and you had procedures done. Yep. And, like, hey, you know what? Like, any kid we have from kid one to, like, insert number here four. four uh and then you know whatever oh um, are we going for another oh maybe five Who are we knows? doing five now? Maybe, maybe we'll have four we girls handled, we handled five today pretty easy we so. handled five today pretty good we rocked the shit out of yeah. that like so it, maybe was, you can it do was it was so good maybe but oh, they gonna, weren't ours we got to send yeah. them away yeah so i don't know we'll, we'll see how that goes i guess yeah i think we'll probably settle on it depends a lot on the next one but i think yeah for you I think like watching your dad. Oh, oh my are they waking up? They're... I think they heard me talking about him. Oh, that's oh, one's coughing. One's coughing. Skip up, sorry. Um, <laughs> she'll just go back to sleep. So I think in, um. The, my dad. No, no, I was just, I was just listening to the kids. So I think, yeah, in, um, in watching your dad evolve as a father, like your dad, how like when you guys were younger, he did so much for you guys, like when you were really young, like he told. So I don't know. You don't have a lot of memories of that. What he told us was like he would follow your oldest sister younger sister for you but the oldest of the sisters you have three sisters all the younger yeah the oldest one um he would like follow her around and like go in the garden and stuff like that so like i remember him telling us those kind of that stories and yeah but i and then it kind of ended when your mom and him left yeah your mom and your sisters left so i think you know my dad has bipolar right yeah. and that's been diagnosed yes and i think you know that it gets worse with each passing like big life-changing event yeah and for my dad my dad 
my dad's dad dying was probably like one of the biggest events that kind of sort of triggered that. Yes. And then, and then only just a couple short years later, him and my mom split up. So like, that's another. And in between that, they had, you had done a move to a different city that you weren't familiar with. Part of the province. In a different part of the province. His mom also had died. Yeah. Um, uh, your mom left. He had two kids after his parents died. Yeah. And they right never got to, to meet his kids, right? And yeah. that would be tough. And they did back-to-back kids, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, three kids after. Yeah, but yeah. Those, those two are back-to-back, right? Yeah. Um, Chantal and Nico are back-to-back. We can say their names. It's yeah, fine. whatever. Chantal and Nico are back-to-back. Like, they're, like they're, less, they're just over a year apart. Um, and then shortly after Monika was a, a year old, your mom went back to Hamilton where like, we're originally from, like where we yeah. grew up. Um, and so like, imagine, I imagine like with bipolar and I think he has the other one, borderline, borderline person. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that, you know, big life events change you. So I think, I think from that point on, it was a, a spiral for him for a while, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so I think like you as a young man, like as when we we got together very young, like we were 17 years old. And so like, I have always said like, I want kids, I want six kids. And you were like, no, no kids, no kids, no kids. And of course, I think it wasn't until, gosh, so we had Penelope in 2017 and I was pregnant for all of 2017 pretty yeah. much right as I, I got pregnant just after my birthday in 2017 yeah, I was off work on a, yeah. a, a appendectomy yes and uh, but we have been we trying been, yeah we've been trying we've been but trying I was actually for, home, right? yes but we had been trying for a year previous to that like we had been trying all of 2016 different medications different things different procedures um and it was just it was I tried a different medication and it worked finally. Like yeah. they upped my dose and it finally worked. Um, you were home; it just lined up perfectly, and I got pregnant. And you were so excited. I was pretty pumped. I think like we talked about like waiting to not tell anybody until we like I was further along, but it was like, gosh, Mother's Day probably in yeah. two thousand seventeen. And we called, you called your dad and told him. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I don't remember the conversation. I wasn't, I wasn't really talking to them at that point. Yeah. I, we had gone through some stuff with them and I just wasn't talking to him at that point. He was still mad probably about the wedding. Well, yeah, probably. So (laughs) my dad got married in 2016, right? Yeah. And we were invited, but I hadn't talked to my dad for three years before mm-hmm. he, that, before that. And then, you know, we had to talk because my sister, Patricia, she came yes. out to visit. Yes. And my dad was like, hey, we have to talk just because she, my daughter's at your house and, yeah. you know, well, I got to be in constant communication with her. So we started talking. And then, you separately. Yeah, yeah. I, not me at yeah. all. Yeah. I've, yeah. Uh, yeah. So then it kind of snowballed from there. And then right away, he's like, well, hey, I'm getting married. You want to come to my wedding? And I'm like, oof, man, that's, this is crazy. And then it got, it took it one step further. He's like, do you want to be my best man? Yeah. And I'm like, man, we didn't talk for three years. Like, there's a reason for that. And I think like you weren't excited about being a best man for him. Yeah. We, 
well, we knew we knew the situation with him and his wife, and we love who his wife is. They're they're divorced now, but we love her. She's Chima to our kids. Um, she like she's our kids' grandma. Like she is amazing. So she can yeah. visit us in Edmonton. Um, we love her. Yeah, it wasn't about her. It was the relationship, yeah. and we just knew it wasn't a good fit. Yeah, and so like I didn't we, want to go to something that wasn't gonna last. And on top of already this being an awkward situation. Yeah, because he didn't talk to me. Yeah. He, yeah, he yeah. did not so, talk to me at all. Like, we were going, like, to them, we were going for the longest time. Until about a week prior. And then I was like, hey, man, I can't come. But really, yeah. I had to work. Uh, but really, we were Casey, in San Diego. Casey had found a really cheap flight uh last minute to san diego for 900 dollars all round trip hotel and i don't know what else was car rental. rental car yeah so we went to san diego and, and it was hard because anyone that knows my life it was and it was hard because anyone that knows me i'm right there posting on the socials all the time i'm like hey hey look where i am hey look what i'm doing yeah and i couldn't do that so yeah. i was able to actually just fully enjoy the trip right like, it was great yeah i was taking pictures and videos but like i couldn't all, yeah. I, I saved them all yeah. and then about a month after the trip I I'm think like, I think it lasted two weeks. Two weeks. I think it was like you said we went to Remembrance Day. Okay. Yeah, we said we went during Remembrance Day, which we did not. Yeah, because it was at the end of October. It was October. And it was yeah. Mid November, I posted. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like yeah that's right. So like November. I posted, I'm like, hey, look where I am. Yeah. And it was so cool because pictures have geo geo locations on them. Yeah. So when I post the picture, it's like you were here when you took this yeah. picture. Do you want to tag he, it? He took Nailed like an it. entire like four day section of his social media. Like when you look back on his Facebook on this day, yeah. it's completely the wrong dates, but to him yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's great. I'll always remember that as we spent Halloween in San Diego. We spent how we didn't we flew back on Halloween. Mm, did was it Halloween we flew back on? Because we went to the haunted thing. Yeah. That was the weekend before Halloween. We had we have pictures of the dogs. Okay. We gave out pop. Oh, um, right. Yeah, yeah. In, in the townhouse uh, in West Edmonton Village. Yeah, that's true. The bungalow. Yeah, the village. Yeah. <laughs> West Edmonton Village, so. Yeah. Different village. Um, but anyways, so when I got pregnant with Penelope, it was like you were so present in everything, right? Yeah. Like, um, so what was, it, what was it like when you told your dad? That's what, like, because you have a very complicated relationship with your dad. Then we were talking at that point. So it had only been, though, so this is, you told them in May, and so it had only been from from October 2016 to May 2017 Yeah. that we didn't, that um, we missed out the wedding. That's only like six months, not even. Yeah. Maybe. So what was it like to tell my dad? My dad was pretty excited. I think so. But I was excited. My dad's not like, not a human or anything like that. He's, yeah, he's of course. He's still a human, but like. You know, he's just difficult. But, I think Chima was more excited. Yeah, she like, was definitely very excited. And, like, I, they were really pumped. They were really happy for us, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, we we were able to bring them their first, well, not Jima's, but we were able to bring yeah. my dad and my mom, their first grandkid. And my parents. And your parents, right? Yeah. So, you know, it was, it was really, I, he was really excited. But also, once again, that's another huge life altering event for him. His so, baby... Yes. His son is yes. now and having you a child. Were, and you were everything to him, right? Because he, like, thought of you as this, like, golden boy until you weren't. Right? Until, uh, got until yeah, until, no, until you started standing up for yourself. Yeah, because I would never, 
yeah, Helen walk all over me, and I was just like, yes, 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 yes. yes. And then you know, meet Casey. I'm sneaking out to hang out with yeah. Casey. I'm I'm just defying all his orders yeah. because I'm with this woman. This I was a girl. Yeah, girl. I was yeah, very. We were only eighteen. But like, what he didn't like about you is that you're outspoken. You have yeah. a mind of your own. You're strong-minded. And I showed his daughters. That yeah, and you yeah. showed his daughters that they can also be strong-minded. Yes, they can also and that, have the and like mind, you know. his way of thinking is not the only way of thinking in the world. Yeah, right? and women and women in his mind yes. are submissive. Yes, they don't talk back. Yes, they don't. They don't. Which blows my mind that he wanted to marry Steph. But well, I think there's a reason for that because, and he already said that. Mm-hmm. He said this is a new way forward for me. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, I, it I have work. to do new things, right? It didn't work. And she challenges me, mm-hmm. and he said that. And turns out, very early on in that relationship, yes. they discovered that maybe that isn't the best for him. But yeah. yet they decide to get married anyways. So, but Steph says that's you know, yeah. it, it probably should never have happened. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so, the first time we seen your dad, I went to Ontario. I was pregnant with Penelope. When I, was, I went to Ontario. Yeah. I did not speak to them. I didn't see them. Nothing. Um, I might have saw Steph. But I didn't. It was a very uncomfortable situation because I wasn't talking. We didn't talk. He did some horrible, horrible, horrible things that's upstairs. Horrible things um, to us when we moved to Edmonton. For the yeah. very, like for, He was awful to us. But again, he was going through a bipolar thing yeah. and he just didn't know it. We knew it. We told him. That all comes down to mental health. Well. A, a, Men's 100%. Mental health, like, not just men. That's not, but, not but just he affected my mental health. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He affected everyone's. Yeah. He, so anyways, that's a, a family thing. And then so uh, we finally saw him. I was very pregnant yeah. at your cousin Michelle's wedding. Yeah. And it was awkward. I was so pregnant. And we had just flown across the country, yeah. then drove four hours into Detroit, stayed in Detroit, then went to the wedding just outside of Windsor. Oh, hold on, hold on. Back up to Detroit for a second. We went we, on a major epic we to trip Ohio. to White Castle. Oh, yes. And not as good as you think it is. It wasn't and as I was good as Harold and Kumar. Good. And I was very, I was, gosh, I would have been 30, 30 weeks pregnant at that point. Yeah. So I was like, um, and it was my first pregnancy and it was, it was going good up until that. Yeah. Up until then it was fine. The very humid weather. Humid in Ontario. Ontario. It was really so hot in Ontario. Yeah. And so we go to this wedding. First time we ever see them. First time we've seen them. And it was just like so awkward it was just like an awkward situation we go back so like they convinced us somehow after the wedding the next day or two days later well you left you went back to the hotel no, that, was the, that was in the different that was when penelope was born that was aaron's wedding oh yeah okay okay yeah i remember this so, yeah so we stayed together we went to the hotel back at when we went to the swimming remember yeah. when i was pregnant with penelope and then two days later with it. we went to their house to have like ribs yeah. remember we had ribs with this dude we had ribs with this dude that weren't ready till like nine o'clock at night oh my god i was so hungry and like it was like our little dog fitz yeah tried to bite him when and he stood up near me yeah he, he stood up near me and fitz tried to bite him because fitz was like no this man is not coming for my mom yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fitz, so, and Fitz was super like Fitz's docile dog. Very like, docile yeah. dog. Like, didn't have a mean bone in him. 
Yeah, but he like he tried to he bite your neck because <laughs> he, he came. He came like he literally just like stood up near me, and like Fitz went crazy. And like that was the first time we talked to them in forever. Yeah, like really talked to them. We you know I think we mostly hung out with your sisters, of course. I think it was mostly Monica though because Trish was gone. Trish wasn't there. Remember? Yeah, we took she went with pictures. your dad somewhere. Yeah, we took pictures at the end with yeah. everybody. It was super dark. Yeah, we took pictures at the end and like. That's probably the last family pictures we'll ever get. Nah, with that. But um, then I had Penelope. And of course, we were in Edmonton. They were in Ontario. I FaceTimed them in the NICU. Yeah. Him and Steph. And they both looked happy. They both like. Yeah, of like, course. And they were like, very cool. happy. Like, yeah. you know, Penelope's name. And um, then right before she was about to meet him like i was literally on the plane oh, to go to ontario on the plane. i was penelope was six weeks old she was born early so we got to like we were able to go home for christmas it was like not a scheduled thing penelope was supposed to be not born until the end of november and i was on that plane december 9th yeah and i was coming out two weeks later yeah and so like we were flying to ontario to go meet my parents my mom my dad i guess because my mom had already met her and then your sisters and your extended family and my extended family. Can't wait to get into your extended family. <laughs> and then your dad ki- tried to kill himself. There's a lot of when like, we were, fuzzy details there. Well, we're not going to get into the fuzzy, the conspiracy theories about it. The fact is, yeah. we're going there to meet him. And so I think for you, as like, this is like your brand new baby daughter. And, like, we were going to Ontario to meet them. And I think for you, when you got that phone call and they said, like, hey, your dad just tried to kill me, you had had the mindset of um, suicide is so selfish when you were, especially then, you were like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Why did my dad do that? He, was, he has a brand new granddaughter that he's just about to meet. Um, and he just, you just, like, clicked something in your head was just, like, so mad you were so mad i was pissed and you just wanted to protect our kids and so like our daughter i mean um and i remember you just being like i don't want you going there i don't want you like you don't get he doesn't get to see her nothing like it was like very strict and that was like the first time you had to be protective of her yeah right yeah that was like yeah like it's the first time i'd be protective of them because she was born five weeks early. Yeah. So she was in the NICU for like 11 days. Yeah. Right. And that was like. Hey. I think you had to be more protective of me at that point though. Yeah. Because sure. I was the, like, she was fine. Yeah. She they, just had jaundice. 24-7 coverage from yeah. watch from the nurses. So. Yeah. I think it was me. Like yeah. I was very sad about the NICU stay. Yeah. You were pretty sad about it. But like the thing about the NICU, you look around. This kid's been in I know, but it doesn't eight it, months. I know, but when you're it's the same as like when you're going through cancer, like, oh yeah, I could have a work, but right now I do have it sad. Yeah. Like I, I can yeah. still be sad about my journey. Yeah, absolutely. But that's not what we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> we're not talking yeah. about mothers right now. Yeah. So but uh, yeah, no. I, <laughs> I think that, that like that yeah. that kind of clicked in you that that fatherly instinct. Yeah, like, it's like, hey, now I have now like this is what people mean, like you'll protect them from everything. Yeah. Right? And like now there's this like monster well i, don't, yeah. I shouldn't say monster it was like uh it was like a shadow a maybe? shadow maybe yeah. it was like a shadow like it was supposed to be this joyous time like we were bringing penelope to meet everyone to meet our parents yeah. like to meet your parents to meet her grandparents like 
her, her, her great aunts. grandparents, her aunts, her uncles, like ever, our friends, our family. Like we have so many people. Yeah. In our life, she was like two months old, and everyone's just gonna get to meet her for the yeah. first time. And she was like the sweetest, like easiest, like tiny baby. She was like, she was literally like six pounds when we went to Ontario. Oh man, when we when we were there and everyone was holding her, holding her, we were like helicopter parents looking back at it. I was, I really tried to be cool. I tried, yeah, I tried. I was like I, real toy. So like someone so, would hold her and I'd be like sitting right beside her. Yeah, you were, you were, you were more than me. Don't you, I'm watching you, you know? Like, but you like held her, like Connor was 17 years old and he would, like we had just met Connor for the probably first or second time, right? Yeah. And you like literally just handed him our little baby. I was pumped. That's up to I Connor was just though. like, hey, take my kid. You got, you want to hold my kid? I'm going to be right there when you hold yeah. my kid. But hey, you want to hold my kid? Hey, this is my kid. Very hold my kid. Father. Right? Like, yeah, I was, like, showing her off to everyone. Like, hey, hey, is there people? Oh, remember when we were at West End Mall? We ran into people that we didn't know. and Or that we did know, sorry, yes. that we hadn't talked to in forever. That yes. don't really, like, we don't get along so with them. So, it's not that we don't get along with these people. It was, it all stemmed from my dad. Yeah. Right? It's, like, the situations, the, the relationships that my dad yeah. made and destroyed. And because I'm we're my dad's collateral. son. Yeah. Right? We're just, yeah, we're collateral. Yeah. So, like, I saw that person, like, Oh shit! I know that person, and I'm like that person hasn't met my kid yet. Hey, call me my kid. Yes. Hey, and they just like turn around and walk the other way. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah, but like I think like you have always been so proud of our kids. You're so proud of our kids. You don't see any of like their problems. They don't have problems. Yeah. What are you talking about? No. Okay. <laughs> let's let's backtrack that for one second. You're so proud of Penelope. <laughs> you don't see any of Penelope's problems. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, Penelope literally rammed a kid today with a bike, like the neighbor kid. And you Very were just like, boy. yeah. And you were just like, yeah, she's fine. What did, what did he do to her first, though? Nothing. It was no, her. It was her it, today. It adds up. It, it doesn't was... necessarily have to be what he did right then and there. <laughs> it's things that he's done. That she's just like it's adding up, right? And and I'm just like, yeah, you know what? You get him back. You're so rude. But anyways, so to watch you like progress as like that proud father to now our five year old who's in school is crazy, crazy, right? That's crazy. Like I always had so so back up to like proud dad five year old in school. Mm -hmm. Like I always said like. You know, when she starts school, I want to be there. Mm -hmm. Like, I miss I, so I, much. I feel like you've said that forever. Yeah. Right. Right, right from like, so, yeah. That's on, and that's on being an, a work away dad, right? Yeah. And that's on like, I think that you do, compared to some people that I hear stories of, and I'm not saying that this is everybody, but compared to some people that I hear stories about on like Facebook and stuff like that you do an amazing job at being present in their everyday life. Now, even when you're away, right? Um, I think that also comes down, and I'm going to break myself a little bit, but like, I, I think it also comes down to me and how I make sure you're present in their everyday life. Right. Yeah. Like it's like, um, I think it's so important to like, to talk to them about like, daddy all the time like if we talk about like any small thing that happens like her teacher said to me the other day like she has grown so much in the past two months that she has just gone out of her boundaries and started like 
playing with other kids and doing other things when she was doing and immediately the first thing was like let's call daddy and tell him about this right and you're always there to pick up you're always there to listen even when they don't want to tell you because they just are in trouble about it right we always make sure to call you and you're always there to like cheer them on do things for them and like you are mostly for a bedtime routine you're there like you're on facetime during our bedtime routine which i think like that's big for me I, yeah that's, that's something that i try to do yeah i know if i'm not back in time for bed it kind of like throws the rest of my night off yeah but like i love like hey yo guys can we speed this up if we're driving back hey i get we gotta go a little faster we gotta get back uh my kids lights out at 7 30 yeah. whatever it is and and like i want to be there i want to say good night Mm -hmm. right and so like if we gotta get gas i'll be like hey we gotta go back to the hotel right now or camp right now i'll come back out and fill this up later mm -hmm. right i want to say good night and that stems back because my dad was a work away dad he worked away a <laughs> lot he never called and he never called yeah like, you never knew when my dad was going to come home mm -hmm. the only time you knew my dad was coming home coming home is when he walked to the door mm -hmm. and he didn't even call sam like my stepmom he mm -hmm. didn't call anyone Right. And you just, you just never knew. And he never called to say goodnight. He never called to see, see how the day was. So never, we don't do, called. yeah, we, you used to, and still sometimes you do, um, make videos every morning. You used to do it before. You used to do it every You used morning. to do it way back before we had kids. Yeah. You used to do it just for me. Right. Yep. Like you've always done that, like sweet, like good morning. Cause you, obviously not so often you'd wake up before me. I used to work early yeah but um you'd usually send a, a good morning or a good night one if we couldn't get facetime each other in the morning or talk well, to back each other. in the day also there was no facetime yeah that's true too right we could call though yeah we definitely call but you definitely send videos a lot and then um it continued i think i remember the very first time you sent a video is when you went to frack shack yeah when you first went away after i had penelope and it was a while that you went away after I had Penelope. Like, it wasn't until she was, we were back from Ontario. Yeah. So I I, I was, I wanted to be home for a lot for the first, like, two months, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was after Christmas when I went away because she was born in October. Yeah. So you didn't go away until we got back from um, Ontario in January. We got, we got back from Ontario January 9th. Yeah. So it was funny because I went back and I had a new job lined up. Yeah. And I went to that job. It was and in Saskatchewan. And I only, I think I hated it, but it was really, really cold, but I really hated it because I, my daughter, right? She, mm -hmm. she get, you're like, oh, she's not feeling well. Oh, well, fuck not. Like, why am I here? Right. So, yeah. right. And, you were and fairy. I, was, I was in Kindersley and I, did, I just didn't want to be there. Right. You're so fairy. I didn't know how to tell the, the boss that I'm like, Hey, I gotta go. But it was like the one day when the one guy, he's like, I'm going home. I, I, I got to go see my family. Right. I, I'm out here too long. And, um, he quit. And then, so like him quitting was my motivation to be like, Hey, I'm quitting too. I'm going home. Yeah. And then you just went to another job out of town. Yeah. So I went like to another job out of town, but it was, it was more of a schedule. Mm -hmm. Right. And I knew, okay, I'm going to be home. Yeah. I got to see my kid. I want to be home for my kid. And, and yeah, it was, there was, there was something about that other one that I just, I didn't like. Yeah, maybe it's Saskatchewan. It was too far from her. Maybe. Right. You you've always been uh yeah, especially back then. You were very savvy. 
but like she um penelope wasn't a daddy's girl she's never no. been richard wants her to be a daddy's girl so bad he'll like he'll go in bed with her and snuggle because penelope's love language is, is snuggling yeah she loves to snuggle she's getting better she's just not a daddy's girl and that's all right. She doesn't need to be. She's never. I don't think you've ever put her to sleep. Um, not yeah. because of trying. Not because of lack of trying. Because she wouldn't go to sleep for you. Um, when you were in the hospital with Aurora, when <laughs> when Aurora was born, do you remember that? I do. I remember very well. She refused to go to sleep. I think you gave her Tylenol. No, <laughs> no. So I passed out before she did. Yeah. Right. And when I woke up in the middle of the night, we're like butt to butt. <laughs> and and she's passed right out. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't remember. Like, so she was definitely awake last time uh, I checked. The with Aurora being born, we were going through like a weird period. We moved to Ontario to be closer to family. Yeah. For some reason. It was weird. And then I unexpected. It wasn't unexpected that I got pregnant, but it was like this was like we were gonna take a break from trying because we were like we're gonna move to Ontario we're just gonna take a break for a couple months of trying we'll pick back up when we have our own house in Ontario yeah then that I I left for Ontario um I remember where I was when you told me June 25th or 6th or something like that I get to Ontario five days four days later and I was supposed to start my period July 4th and it didn't come. And I was like, you're shitting me. And I remember I went to America to buy the cheap pregnancy tests. Yeah. They're 85 cents in America compared to like at least $13 here. And it's not because we didn't have money. It was just because it was cheaper there. And, you were already and I was already in the States. So I bought a bunch. I remember I told Trish, I lied. I said like, these are my friends. She wants them. It was like, she knew. She knew immediately. Yeah. She called you out. Yeah. But, um, and I remember taking, I woke up, I put Penelope to bed when I got home because she co-slept, which is another mistake I've made. But um, I co-slept, it was three in the morning and I woke up, I had to pee and I went to the bathroom, peed in the cup, took, cause it was like one, it's like the dropper one and dropped on it and immediately it was positive. And I was like, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> and I remember just being like, how can this be real? Yeah. And like, I waited till like five or six in the morning and I sent it to you. And that's all I did is I just sent it to you. Yeah. Yeah. I remember where I was. I was in uh, Hinton at the Holiday Inn Express. Yeah. And like, I was sitting out there, like, waiting for everyone to come out for the safety meeting. And I'm like, I got to keep this a secret, right? It's got to be keep a, secret. a secret. No. I told Rob. Uh, as soon as I saw Rob, I was sitting down, and, and he's like, man, what's going on with you? You look like you saw a ghost. Yeah. Right? And I'm just like, oof, how can I not tell him, right? Yeah. And I'm like, man, Casey's pregnant. Yeah. He's like, man, you need to stop touching her. <laughs> right? And yeah, because it only been, Penelope was only 18 months old. Yeah. And, yeah, so um, that, that was kind of like the beginning, a little bit, of being away for a long time. So... We really messed up when we moved to Ontario. Yeah, that should never have happened. You shouldn't have done it. You're welcome. Yeah. I told you we shouldn't have moved to Ontario. I, I'll never regret the the relationship Penelope and Aurora oh my have with their aunt. Um, and your parents. My parents, even your mom, 
Yeah. They don't have like a super close relationship with your mom, but that's just because your mom is just, she lives down the mountain and she's hard to see sometimes. Not any fault of hers, but it's just hard to go see her um, when we can. I, sh- I got to get, next time I do go to Ontario, I got to get better at going August. to see her. Yes, August. Um, going to see her, but like the relationship that Penelope has with her Jima, her auntie, my parents, um, we, I get to meet a sister, like my, my sister, um, my we nieces. talk about that. I will talk about it another time. This is about Father's Day. <laughs> oh, maybe, but that maybe, does have something to do with Father's Day. Maybe a little pepper of it, but then. Just a little, a little spice bay. Yeah. <laughs> Salt bay. Salt bay? Yeah. Salt bay. Um, a sister, my nieces, my nephew, um, you know, Penelope got to meet Penelope and mostly Penelope because Aurora was born on March 9th, 2020. And we know what happened yeah, a few yeah. days later after so that. A couple days after So that. we didn't, she didn't get to meet a whole lot of extended family, but. Um, it's kind of nice actually to have a baby, like at the so beginning of a pandemic. When, so boom, when, no one has to come visit. You can't go anywhere. When I was, when I was pregnant with Aurora, when I got pregnant with Aurora, it was June, and then I didn't see you until August. Yeah. You came home in August for, like, three days. Yeah. Um, and then Penelope didn't like you. No, she didn't. She, she hated, hated you. She, like, ignored you. She'd rather do anything else with anybody else than so you. She can ignore me all she wants. Penelope's she, been she a mama's that. girl for her whole life. Yeah. Okay, then... She Penelope's never been like talk to my dad on the phone really. She'd rather talk to anybody else that's <laughs> in the room. Like it doesn't matter. I just think like she just knows her dad's there. When she's really upset, she'll talk to you. Yeah. But hey, and that's cool. When August. Someone, then you came home for Penelope's birthday. Yes, that's true. You came home for Penelope's birthday in October. You came home for Christmas. And then you didn't come home until Aurora was born. So Penelope had not seen you very often. Yeah. And then you were left with her. And so, so I had Aurora March 9th. You had only come home March 5th. Yeah. So we had the last three days together as a family. Yeah. And we went out and did a couple of things. I was very pregnant. So it was hard to do a lot of things. Like I was 40 weeks pregnant. Yeah. And it was hard for us to do a lot of things. So like we went, um, and then I, the next time Penelope saw you, we woke up early in the morning that when Penelope woke up, by the time she got to the hospital, there was another baby there. Yeah. She didn't give a shit about you. She wanted to see what, what the hell happened to her mother. Yeah. And Penelope's two and a half. She's speech delayed. She uh, had no idea what just happened to her. But like, also just a shout out, Richard is the best person in a, in a delivery room. So you, when I had Penelope at 35 weeks emergency C-section, after I tried to labor for days and it, nothing worked, um, they finally gave me a C-section and you were right in there. Oh yeah. I love that. He is not scared of anything. You think that he would be squeamish a little bit? No, not at all. He watched them oh. cut it open, pull her out. It's crazy. Now he was early. So they took her away right Very away. Graphic. They put her on me for a little bit, but they took her away. But Aurora, you were so in there. Yeah. Like you were such a good support in there. Like it's scary going 
and like laying down on the table and you were so such a good support and like when I go into a c-section I always say like when I said it when we had when we were emergency c-section with Penelope I said your job is that baby I said I will be fine the doctors are there to watch me you watch that baby because that I just I wanted kids for so long and then I finally got them and then she was gonna be taken away and I was very upset about that I was like go take her Go with her. Don't yeah. leave her sight. You had to spend like the first half hour of yeah. just her and Adia. Then your mom rolled in. Yeah. My mom was like, what, 45 minutes late yeah, to my C-section? 45 minutes. She literally it's left. pretty good. Yeah. She literally left Hamilton. Got here 45 minutes after I had the baby. Yeah. But like, it wouldn't matter. You were always coming in. Like, you were always right. coming in the C-section room with me. So then, but then we had Aurora. Aurora's a lot more relaxed. Lashed to you right away. Aurora, Yes. So Aurora was a mommy's girl, but Richard was always so good at putting her to bed. You're the only person ever, ever, that has put that kid to bed with no lube. She was always How do you know there was no lube? I don't know. Because if I watched you every night, you'd put her to sleep, no problem. You rocked her. Yeah. She was so good for you. So good. Yeah. But anyways, in the delivery room, you were like so good. You like took the right pictures you took a little sometimes inappropriate pictures that's me though but those are for my eyes only ugh. nsfw maybe they are safe for work maybe i've showed you my work i hope you didn't show that for no me. definitely not but it was crazy because like so she was stuck in there right and they had to rip open your existing uh c-section scar yeah your, so i only have like, one scar that's like this big you could hear the I couldn't hear that. And it was like, oh, that is crazy. I couldn't hear and that. And they're reaching up in there, and like she was holding on to your ribs for dear well, life. Well, with her feet, oh, with her, her head. Yeah. So I watched the. They brought the table down. The doctor got up on there, and she put her knee on you, and like was just like yanking on her. And I was like, this kid is nuts, yeah. right? And, and she like. Was who knew well obviously like from that we should have known yeah right from from that delivery we should have known this kid is stubborn mm -hmm. this kid is 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 bold mm -hmm. this kid is going to give us a run for our money and she has ever since then but like the, as a new dad right like i had that rookie dad shirt i wanted that rookie dad shirt and i saw it but it's Penelope. like two sizes too small it's got puke and piss and i don't think stuff so. all over it I know you say all that, the but... stuff you need on a rookie dad shirt mm -hmm. but like so going from penelope to aurora right you were pregnant i was like everyone's like hey you excited for number two you ready and i'm like man we had number one number one is a cakewalk so like, different like we got the book already this is gonna be easy so different that kid came out with her own rule book her yes. own her own book attached to the hip being like hey you better study so okay so here's one for you a good father's day question a lot of people always say like are you gonna go for a boy i don't care yeah so i talk about it a lot but i don't care so we have always like I've always said we'll have two girls and a boy i don't know that that's gonna happen we don't know we have no two idea for two so far I am two for two. I've always said that we're going to have two daughters and I would have a girl, another girl, and then a baby boy. I will see because we might even add a fourth after that. We'll, we don't know what's going to happen. Probably. Oh, yeah. See, once you start having kids, you're addicted to them. Yeah. Like, it's a smell. Richard loves that. Oh, the, smell. The, the smell is amazing. Yeah. And, you know, like. <laughs> 
we were dinks before yeah. double income no kids yes. and hey uh shout out to billy and amanda yes uh but we were dinks before and you know like our money had no purpose it was like hey let's go and have fun yes right and that was 12 years of just you and i doing that it was great right so like <laughs> you know 12 years of just you and i doing that and then all of a sudden our money has a purpose our money goes our money towards... always had a purpose but i mean a future purpose maybe. yeah like yeah. it was like our money was the it was them blind leading the blind it was like hey let's pay rent some bills and go have fun and do whatever we want after that yeah. let's go have a 300 hundred dollar meal at the keg it was never 300 it was 300 bucks <laughs> it's not i wish i, I could find it stand by that i have a picture of that i, I will stand Show by me. that until the day i die i don't know what we were eating for 300 dollars. it was the keg. keg we it's not it was the keg it was we we were having some drinks we had like get the most expensive thing on the menu i was treating my lady anyways so um you know now our money has a purpose yeah right like Sure, it might be like Barbie dolls with no clothes and <laughs> war ant Barbie dolls because they're not, they don't have legs or arms for some reason, but... Aurora uh, is the reason for that. That kid, I, she is wild. I say this a lot. We're so, going to spend her 18th birthday outside her prison cell. So here's the thing. The girl dad thing, it doesn't bother you. As you know, like people always say like, oh, boys, 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 like gonna have a son in the end it what does it matter right you get what you deserve what you deserve you i don't know what, what you we deserve. deserve i think i think you get what you're given you and get you don't get upset 100 you know what they say about like hey if you have daughters it's because you deserve them right i think no and, and I, like, I don't do they say deserved i think you earned so for me like i think i think that's also a toxic you deserve them like uh, is that yeah. like is it because is it hard to raise girls or is it hard to raise boys? We don't know. We, we don't, don't know, know the difference. But I can tell you, raising girls is hard. Raising girls, there's so, fun. so it's a lot of fun. many things it's about raising girls that I think is going to be so hard. So, growing up, I wanted a sister, so I wanted my kid to have a daughter. Now I'm our sister, and now I'm not sure because <laughs> <laughs> they just do not. They don't jive yeah very often but when they do they do when they're getting along they're at their like max getting along oh it's great like, you watch them like run up to each other hug each other kiss each yes. other i love you every day you know? if, if and, you watch aurora walk Pen aurora walks penelope into school yeah and she says like i love you and like walks her in I think that's mainly because she wants to go in i think she so, wants to be in that school probably she won't be in that school no but yeah, no, they they do. When they get along, it's it's nice to see. But when they but fight when they like cats and dogs, it's hell. It is hell on earth. Yes. But I I also like sometimes I like to add a little salt. Yes. Like, so I feel like you've grown so much of being a dad. Like before, you like antagonize the children. You still do antagonize the children. In general, usually it's the neighbor kids now. Oh yeah. But um. Our kids, you still antagonize, but you've grown so much. Even in this, so when we moved to Calgary in September 2011, it was like the 2011. first 2012. No, 2021. <laughs> Gosh, what am I doing? When we moved to Calgary in September 2021, um, and it was our first time being alone as a family of four. And I think since then, your growth as a dad and a person and a husband has been amazing because not that you're a bad dad or husband before 
it's just there was other people around. Yeah. And now it's just us four. Like, even when you're not, it's still just us four. There was always someone there, like, telling me what I'm doing wrong, telling me what I need to do better. And and it was like, hey, you need to, always offering up their opinion. Yeah. Right? And then, you know, you pull yourself out of that. Which is like our best advice for young couples, leave. Don't. Leave. Leave. Leave your family. Leave. Like, your family, you're gonna, you got a parent. Be alone. Struggle together. Struggle together. Yeah. Absolutely. That is good advice. Struggle together. Yeah. You don't need other people around you. And I mean, hey. And struggle doesn't mean also just financial struggle. It means like struggle, like someone's having a hard time at work. Someone's having a hard time in their life. Sometimes struggle together. Yeah. And and, and also not just work, but like, you know, being a parent. Yes. They're struggling being a parent because like you're alone often. Yes. There are days where you're just, you're touched out. Oh yeah. You're touched out mentally. You're drowning. And, yes. and it's like, oh, okay, well, and me being away, it's like, okay, well, what do I need to do? What can I do from here where I am hundreds of kilometers away yeah. that that will help you out a little so bit? So I right? think in this particular month, so this is June, you have done so much, right? So I dropped the ball on finding a house pretty early. Like I was just like drained from it. Cause like me finding a house plus packing up this house, plus making sure everything was done here, plus still doing day to day stuff. Um, it's just like, I was just drained mentally. And so Richard picked up the ball, found us a house, put Penelope in an out of catchment, non non public school. So she had yeah so she had to put her in there um and that just took so many things off my plate that like it was like oh my god this is amazing thank god yeah i just used my spare time after work and stuff right like, yeah when I, when or like a like, rain day or you know rain day and it was like you know we had a reset day mm-hmm. we had a reset day and i was like i'm gonna do this all day yeah and that and you found us a house and you put her in school it might be in the inner city but yeah. i mean whatever you know what it's a great house they have their own backyard for the first time this is like our backyard right like it's it's just for us it's just for our family um she loves so many people in edmonton yeah that you know what i mean like i know nobody here like we have friends now now but like yes we you know but in Edmonton, it's just like we had past history there. Yes. You know, then there's my coworkers yes. there who, who my kids have come to know and love. And, yes. And and you know my kids have become like the crew mascots. Yeah. So what? So what? Let's go on that. Like, what is that like bringing? So like when you started at this company. Yeah. In 2015, 16, 16, 16 yeah. 15 or 16, you were just a husband like we were young we went to disney world like we did a lot of fun things we went to salt lake city we were cool we were the young like, people and you were like the young guy on the crew I was the young guy on the crew right so what's it like now working with the same people some of the same people some, a lot of the same people now bringing your kids to work so it was pretty cool because you know we um, don't bring them to work to the sites, yeah. just like well, you drive the through whole, the sites. So we drive through the sites. They love driving through the sites and seeing like all their they call them their friends, but really they're your coworkers. Yeah. Um we're like family. Yeah. We were together a lot. And so like they love driving through the sites and like, oh my gosh, 
I don't can I say names? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, there's Shelby. Like there's Shelby Shel- love yeah. that. Yeah, they love they, they Shelby love- loves that. She actually said when you get through Boyle. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, my kids are here. She's like, I know I saw them drive. Yeah, back. she told me that too. Yeah. yeah. And so like, you know what I mean? Like they love seeing, you know, like, oh my gosh, there's the chipper, there's the you know what I mean? There's a roller, there's the brooms, there's oh my gosh, there's a flagger, there's Chrissy's a flagger. Like they love seeing that kind of stuff. So like what's it like for you? now your children coming it's pretty cool actually you know like when when we were in orientation when i told them that you were pregnant with penelope for the first time mm-hmm. and everyone's just like wait casey's having a, you're having a kid yeah it's like yeah they're like oh my god rob and i so rob and i had only one or two things in common mm-hmm. but during that orientation when we did the getting to know you shit yeah and and it's like hey what do you guys have in common with people in this group and rob looked at me he's like we're both dads and I was like, fuck yeah. Right? Like, fuck yeah. Like, I didn't know at the point, at that point, right? It was like, yeah, I'm going to be a dad. It's exciting. Yeah. But I didn't get what it meant. Yeah. Right? And like, so that was cool. And for Rob to be there for literally every step of the way, yeah. he was just my coworker at that point. He yeah. still was my coworker. Now he's my superintendent. Yeah. He's right? the boss now. He's the boss, right? Yeah. So like, he's like, hey, man. And, and, he's, and he always asks. He's like, hey, how are the kids doing? Yeah. How's school going? Yeah. You know, and and uh, I almost quit last year, right? Um, if if I couldn't get time to go see uh, Penelope for first day of school, yeah. and I told him that, yeah. it was like, hey man, he forgot that I asked for that time off. Yes, and it became a thing because it was last minute in his yeah. mind. It had become last minute. Yeah, and I'm like, man, like, I'm sorry, but if this is not yeah. gonna happen, I have to quit this job. Yeah, this is, and I will walk. Like yeah. this is important. I I can get a, I can go back to TCR for where, where I work in the winter. I'll go back early. They're more than happy to have me. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Yeah. But like, this is important to me. Yeah. Out of everything in my life, that that you know happens, mm-hmm. it's like this is one thing I cannot miss. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Here's a truck. Go." Yeah. And yeah, they he really did. They really did pull through and make yeah. sure. It came together, and it only ended up being you missed half a day anyway. So like, half it, a day. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal. Then, yeah, yeah. So, but but seeing your coworkers that you've known forever, like, and you've seen them like wasted. Uh, yeah, I've seen them, seen do them some intera- interact with our children and be so sweet with our children. Yeah, right. Like even at TCR, right, Drew. Yeah. I think that blows my mind. You've always been a dad when you've worked at TCR. Yeah. You've always had Penelope, then we had Aurora. But a very new dad. Yes. Um, Like less than a year or just a year. So, like when you see Drew with our daughters, because Drew is so sweet to our daughters. Yeah. Right? Like that's got to be like so weird to see. Well, yeah, because the shit that comes out of Drew's mouth and the way he acts and the, the shit I've seen him do. And, and the way, you know, I, I forget that he has his own kids sometimes, yeah, right? right? But, like, to watch a guy, like, literally flip a switch yeah. and, and, like, turn on and off his filter mm-hmm. around my kids. And, and, and you know, we are, we're very open with our kids. Like, we don't, like, no one needs to have a filter around our kids yeah, usually. Yeah. And so it is weird. 
you know, uh, seeing that. Yeah. And but like you know, at TCR when when they're up in the window or ACP when they're up in the window and we all get back from work, yeah, everyone's drained, everyone's exhausted, yes. everyone just wants to go to sleep, and yes. they're just like the welcoming committee. Yes, like hey, I hate. How that. was your day today? <laughs> yeah. Hey, how are you? Right, and like they just. You can Did see you it. drive that ship for today? Yeah, yeah, you can see it. it, like, yeah. it they look up and then just smile. puts a smile yeah. on their face. Wait. And they're just like, hey, you know what? I needed that today. Yeah. Thank you. Right? And, you know, that that's really cool. I, I really love that, you know? Yeah. They become a part of the crew. In a way, the crew views them as part of the crew. Yeah. Because, like, you know, last year they were there. They were there a lot the last time. year, yeah. This year, not so much. But it, we don't know what's going to happen in the summer. But yeah. Nobody's in school this year, so it's a lot different this year, also, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but I think it's wild, like that, like when you go and like hang out with your coworkers, and our kids are here, like you're holding our kids, but like before, you were like the young guy, like that must for you. So like that's just me watching on the outside. Yeah. Like for for you, it must feel like imposter syndrome. Almost. Sometimes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes it goes like, man. I used to be like the laborer on this crew, yeah. And and people used to look down, yeah, at, not on not me, down. down on me. They the laborers are really well, highly respected because they work their ass off sometimes. Yeah. Like, so like that was me. Like I worked my ass off, mm -hmm. and so like you know to go from being a laborer on the crew to being like a heavy equipment operator and being like one of the older guys, and as as, as Rob wants to put it, a one. <laughs> I you're one of my ones, man. Right. And, right. and, you know, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Right. That knowing that like, you know, they trust me to do a lot of things. They, they, so, they put a lot of responsibility on me. Right. And, and, you know, during a lot of moments, they're like, Hey, I need you to do this. Yeah. I need you to run this part of the show for me. And I need you to take that off my plate. Right. Right. And, and, and that's pretty cool. You know, like at times it's like, I don't want that responsibility, but I, I mean, know at you other time it's like, Hey, but that was like you not up. wanting to be a dad, right? In in relation, oh. it was like you didn't want it for so long, and then one day I was just like, I want to have kids, and I think like it took. I honestly I don't know how it happened. Like it was just like I was like I'm we're gonna do it. It doesn't matter. You happened, right? Yeah. Like like so I didn't want to be in a relationship either, right? Yes, Growing yes, up, yes, I watched my yes, dad, right? Yes. I watched my I dad like take a match to every relationship in yeah. intimate friendly with his friends. I watched him take yeah. a match to every relationship he'd have. Yes. Right. Yes. And, and it was like, well, I thought it was them. Right. right. And it was like, well, shit, why do I want relationships? If, if people if just people come burn and burn you like, that. if people are just going to constantly burn me like that, yeah. why do I want that in my life? So like, it was just like, I'm going to stay single forever. Yes. Right. And then, you know, I met you and it was like, well, I can't stay single. So like, you know, I don't want to get married then. You know, yeah. I want something that's easily yes. like I can walk away from. Yes. I do remember the not marriage thing too. I for, I almost because yeah. we've been married for so long, I forgot about that yeah. almost. So like it was like I don't want to get married. I just want to be in a relationship. She she she's amazing and and yeah, I should probably marry her. But like, you know, yeah. I've got to be one foot out, right? I got to be able yes. to walk away at any yes. point and 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 it'd be okay, right? Sense. Yes. And I'm then done. and then you know it gets to the point where it's like. Why would I ever want to be able to walk away from that? Yeah. Right? Like, why so, do I want to get to that point where, hey, this isn't working for me? Or do, I can walk away. Or I'd be like, hey, this isn't working. 
let's make it work. Let's yeah. fix it. Let's let's yeah. work on it, right? And we did. And on. and we did a lot of that because we were so young. <laughs> and, you know, and, and you say we're idiot. both idiots, but like no. I was, I was an idiot. I was not an idiot. Right? It, you know, so like it took me a long time to get there. I was not an idiot. I just want you to clarify that, that I was not the idiot in that Sure, situation. you weren't the idiot. Not but sure. Like, I wasn't. Okay, you weren't the idiot. But like, so it took me a long time to get there. Right? Yes. And then, boom, one day it's just like, you run out of reasons not to get married yes. to this person, right? Yeah. And then, you know, so you get married and then same thing, like, hey, I don't want kids. And then it's like, well, then you look at that person who wants kids yeah. and it would make her happier, more happier than anything in the yeah. world out of those kids. And all you want is for that person to be super yeah. happy. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's one thing that's missing from her life. And then it's like, well, maybe, right? Yeah. And then boom, let's have kids. And then yes. and then it's like, yeah, I'm so good. So we were making yeah. you happy because if you're happy, we're happy. And yeah. if I'm happy, we're happy. Yes. Right? So... Like, and I think like being parents has made us. Born? Like, no, <laughs> I think we were more born before. To be a hundred percent honest, and, yeah, we were pretty. We born. traveled a lot, but we were boring people. Like we didn't do anything exciting. We went to the movies. We went to the movies. A lot. Yeah, like we didn't do anything really exciting. Um, but I think it's made us more like stronger in our, like in our relationship, right? Because like we have two little girls that are watching and especially girls yeah are watching us yeah our marriage yeah. Uh, watching the way their dad treats their mom and that's huge for and, me. Uh, and it's huge for me too yeah well yeah yeah you, you have issues yeah too, yeah right and so like i i want them to see you know i don't want them to see what i saw and what uh, my yeah. sisters saw yeah i don't right? want them to see what i saw and yeah and hey what did you see so, yeah, we'll get into that, I'm, I'm sure, later. But, like, it just wasn't um, my growing up was not the ideal growing up, right? There's a lot of, like, closed doors, secrets, and, like, we don't keep secrets from our kids. No. We've made that very clear. We don't. Our Penelope has very high anxiety, but we deal with that in a way that doesn't keep secrets from her, right? Like when we talked about moving to Edmonton, it was a whole process of talking to her about it. And we never kept secrets. Like we never just didn't tell her. We always tell her what's going on because she feels better about going, what's going on yeah. because we keep secrets. It's bad. But um, yeah, I, I, for me, I wanted my kids to see a man who loves their mom through everything, right? Not conditionally, through everything. And I wanted my kids to see a partnership and like us working through struggles. Even when we do get into fights, I want your you want your kids to see that and you're working to the resolve, right? Because yeah. otherwise they, they see the fight, but they don't see the resolve. They just see next morning, right? Yeah. So like we always take the time to make sure like we don't often fight in general, but if we do... We have a little disagreements. Yeah, we do have disagreements, especially like when it comes to the children, right? You're more easygoing than I am. Let them go. Have yeah, fun. Yeah, let them go. They'll, they'll. I'm hey, like your kidnapping. kids are like dogs. They'll find their way home. They won't. Rory hasn't. Mm, yeah. <laughs> right. I think she knows her way home. She yeah. just she'll get there when she gets there. Um. 
So let's go back to the work thing about this. Okay. How has being a father changed your relationship with your coworkers, especially your younger ones? Oh, damn. Right? Because Brayden. Yeah. Brayden. I look at him as like, man, that, that's someone's son. Like you're proud of Brayden. I'm very proud of Brayden. Yeah. I'm very proud of Brayden. You know, like watching that guy, he, when he got to us, he was green. Mm-hmm. For the oil field, he was greener than grass yes right and and he was 18 going on 19 Mm -hmm. right and i was watching his mom's four years older than me (laughs) four years older than me yeah and we're miss loretta and anyway so like um hi gail i i hope gail watches hi gail (laughs) um watching him come in watching him learn Mm -hmm. watching him grind for what he wants right the guy bought a brand new truck yeah the guy Met a girl. Yes. They got their own place this year. Yes. What's so up, cool. Haley? Um, you know, they're they're working for something and they're talking about marriage. Yeah. Right? And I love that. So one thing about Brayden, and Brayden had a good upbringing. Yes. Like what we're trying to do for our kids. Yes. Uh, Myron and Gail, yes. his parents, have been together for a, like a long time. Yeah. Which right? is amazing, right? Which is amazing. And like they, they are from two different provinces i believe yeah. one's from nova scotia one's from uh newfoundland yeah. right so like okay. they i don't know like the logistics of their relationship mm-hmm. or anything like that but from what i've learned like they were young and they had to make it work yeah right and they did yeah right and you know there's there lots of love there and yeah. it shows in Braden. yeah Braden's very sweet i've never met Braden yet Braden's like penelope Braden loves his people Brayden loves his people. No, yeah. Right? Our daughter and is a lover. Yeah, Brayden's very loyal. Yes. Right? And yeah. Like oh, yeah. Loyal to a fault almost. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it's just crazy. You know, uh, I watched him. So, but we does that like, change your relationship with them? So, when you were the young guy in the crew, you would get a lot of um, uh, older guys, fathers talking to you, right? Absolutely. Jeremy Buecher, Kent Knox. Oh, Jeremy. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm sure so many more that I couldn't, those are the ones that you still kind of talk to yeah. at least definitely Jeremy Buecher, yeah. um, that would kind of guide you, but now you're that guy. Yeah. It's Is that, weird. that must be like a weird it's role weird. reversal for you. Telling one of my coworkers the other day, don't shit where you eat. Yes. Right. Right. And, and, you know, trying to offer up advice that way and being like, Hey man, like I'm rooming with a very young guy right now. So he's a family friend. Uh, sure. He's a family. He, our daughter loves him. Yeah, he does. She, she does. does. Yeah, she does. And they drove, him and his girlfriend drove to Calgary for her fifth birthday because all she wanted was him there. for her fifth birthday was him there. And he made it happen. And that alone should make him a yeah. family friend. Yeah. So like, so as a young guy, I met him when he was 20. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he was up all night. He yes. was drinking. Yes. He wasn't eating properly. Yes. He was making bad decisions. Yes. Probably still is making bad <laughs> decisions. But so, and he's still doing all those things. But like, I've helped him a little along the way. Yeah. We're rooming together, right? Yes. And I said to Rob, uh, first day uh, we were back on the road, I said to him, he's like, how did you get Ashton here so early? Yes. And I'm like, we're rooming together. Yeah. I'm going to wake him up when yes. I get up <laughs> and, and you're going to see a completely different Ashton this, this summer. I think, yeah. You told me one time you called me, you fell asleep very early. Yeah. 
And like I was like, that's so weird. Like Rich didn't even tell. Like, it was like nine thirty. It was like eight thirty, quarter to nine. And I was like, what the? He said, like you guys both were talking on the phone, yeah. and you guys were like, oh, we're gonna go for drinks with our other coworkers last day. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And but you always, best husband, you always hourly check in. You never go more than an hour without checking in when you're out somewhere. Always, just so like I feel better. I don't know if you feel better, but I feel better about it. Well, it gives me an excuse to talk to you too. Like, yeah. You know, like, hey guys, I gotta go. My wife uh, wants to talk to me, so yeah. I, I get back to my room. It's an out sometimes. So you called <clears> me, <throat> or you texted me finally at like ten thirty, and you're like, "I'm asleep," and I was like, "What?" And I was like, "Oh, did Ashton go to?" And they're like, "No, he's asleep." And I was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> like, I was surprised too because like he is like way up later than you. Like you always tell me oh, like yeah. he's up way, 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 way later, and. He, what did he say to you in the morning? He said, He's like, Man, that was like one of the best sleeps ever. Can we do that again tonight? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. And, and I was like, Dude, yeah, I'm so down to like do that every, every night. You just sleep early, yeah. Like, you know, I, I like staying up, I like going live on TikTok, I like yeah. talking to you. I like, you know, um, but you we usually like 11 30 max, usually, yeah. like, we all talk and that's still so pretty late. That, that's yeah, for you because right. you're up so early, right? I like to get up early. I like to take my time getting ready. I don't like to be rushed in the morning. You know, uh, I don't, I, I, I don't like making my food at night. Mm -hmm. I've gotten into the habit of making it during the day, right? In the morning when mm -hmm. I first get up, it's part of my morning routine. Yes, and it helps me get up a little earlier. Okay, I got so what shit was to that, do. When what I was that like when I was there though? Because did I just mess it up? Because I made your lunch for you. You just took one less thing off me in the morning, and I could cuddle you for a little while. Yeah. In the morning. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes, like, you know, Ashton, Ashton's like, why don't you shower at night? And sometimes I do, right? Sometimes you do both. But, yeah. like, like, if I'm really dirty yeah. and I really sweat, I'm going to have a shower. But if, like, I didn't, I'm, like, I'm just running equipment, right? Yeah. So, like, I'm in AC. So, like, if <laughs> I'm, you know, if I'm not dirty, I'm not sweating, um, I'll just save it for the morning. It helps. Yeah. It, it, like I said, it gets me Seriously. up earlier. Yeah. It, it helps me but wake so up. Like the father thing, though, right? Like, yeah. is it weird to have a relationship with your coworkers, like, like you were given, right? Yeah. So I don't think I was quite given one like that because Ashton left me a note on my <laughs> on on my nightstand in the room one morning. Like, Please don't forget to wake me up. Yeah. Okay, but right? that's Ashton with like Brayden too, right? Like, yeah. But I think you're closer to Brayden than you were with yeah, like with anybody oh, else. Oh, like, definitely. With Jared, definitely. like with like it's the same. It's not the same as it was with. Like you and Jeremy, right? Jeremy really guided me a lot. But Jer so I think Jeremy, that that's what you're doing with Brayden, though. I met but Jeremy like two you, weeks after, he, or a week before he became a father. Yeah, isn't that wild? And now his daughter's like thirteen. And now his daughter's thirteen. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, he would take me to like hockey games. He would yes. drive me to work. But he I mean, if me you home. if you lived in town, I'm sure it would be the same with someone else. Right? Yeah, like, probably. Yeah, it would be a, just a different person, a different relationship. You do have those. You're not very social anymore. That's, You're yeah. trying to get more social again. You kind of went off on it. Maybe it was mental health. Maybe it was well, definitely mental um, health. For the role, for TikTok, sure. but you forgot how to be social with other people in person. In person, yes. Yeah. And a lot of that has to do with like going down social media the last couple of years mm -hmm. has shown me like there are sick. some really good people, people, but there are some really bad sick. People. Like it, it, the further down social media I go, the less social I become. For, and so, 
I think we've talked about this before, I don't think on a podcast, but for me, it's the complete opposite, right? Yeah. I was yes. very like a no social. I would rather die than go anywhere. You wouldn't have kept caught me waving at people at ACP before. Yeah. Like I would go there, drop you off, and immediately get out. And like last week, we all sat outside, and you got drunk. With yeah, you drank with them. And like, it's wild. Like the more I become more social, and you became less social. And so I think we're trying both trying to find that like balance of like. Being I'm enjoying social. watching you being yeah, social. It's I, really interesting. I haven't been social in. I I don't remember the last time I was like a social person. Yeah. Right, like going out places and doing things like even now, like I go to our neighbors and we hang out and we talk and like with our, our kids are playing, right? Like to be clear, the neighbor is other women. Yes. It's <laughs> like you know, their mothers. Like, hey, yeah, she's yeah. hanging out with the neighbor. Yeah, whatever. It's it's <clears throat> like other mothers and our children are the same ages and yeah. they play outside together, right? Yeah. Um like every night. Every night. <laughs> and so like it's just, it's so interesting to see the evolution. I very much am like, go out, go out. Like, Brayden's last night, like, why didn't you go out? Like, why didn't you go out to the bar with Brayden and hang out with him, buy him a drink and do, you know what I mean? Like, go be social with these people. Not, you know what I mean? Like, sit down, have a few drinks. You can have pop, you can have water. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, go out and be social because you're so stuck so in 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 this in this computer in the phone screen yeah instead of being social and like i think it has a little bit more to do with also i'm at the age now where my dad was at when he started to crack oh i never thought of that right so like i'm trying to like i'm trying to like you know i'm being very very careful and so and, and paying attention to my body and the signs that it might be giving me but it's not but when nana when you're nana yeah so if no one knows the story of Richard and like your dad and like, so your dad was adopted out at a young age. Yeah. We didn't meet your Nana until 2013. Yeah. 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Um, been 10 years already. Wild. How much has changed in 10 years? Like yeah. we all have kids. Yeah. Every single, like the older ones all have kids. Yeah, all and even now your sister Chantel is going to have a baby, yeah. a baby yeah. too. So like, that's even more like, yeah. Although, like, I would love one day to get, I mean, it's not going to be the same people in the photo, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, but. that would be a wild photo. <laughs> yeah, but, like. <laughs> um, we should get them all together for that yeah. photo. <laughs> but, like, it's just so wild, yeah. that whole, I never thought, but, so we talked to your, so we met your grandmother, you know, like, a couple of months after we met your aunt and uncle. Um, in Because he was adopted. Because he was adopted. So we met. 50 years later, yeah. they found each other. Yes. Because I persisted. Yeah, we persisted. I, it was I me. It was me pushing you to persist. Yeah. Because we wanted to know who they were. Yeah. Um. And so, we had talked a lot to Richard's nana, and we just call her nana. Yeah. We just uh, we call her nana. She's the sweetest lady. That's and sweet. so, like, she we talked a lot on the phone to her when we first moved to Edmonton, and she sent us like all the bipolar magazines. Remember? Yeah. She sent us like all these magazines so we could like help understand your dad. Yeah. And like, cause like it was like a big family like rift happened, right? Yeah, big. Because big. it was like he left Sam, he went with Sam is 
not your youngest sister's mom, Trisha's mom. Um, and it was like a very tumultuous thing when they left. And then he jumped into a relationship with Steph, which is Jima. Like right away. Right away. And it was just like, and he was going through something. He was going through a bipolar thing. We knew it. He didn't know it. Everyone talked about it. He refused to believe it. So we just stopped talking to him. And that hurt you so bad when we stopped talking to him because it was like, it was like the, the you had to stand up for me then. And well, because I didn't do enough standing up for you before. Yes. Time. Yes. When there was other problems. So when he, he, one day I asked for your skates back. I'll just say it. He, I asked for your skates because he was letting other people use your skates, like other weird random people use your skates and you told me get my skates back you had texted him already and said like casey's gonna get my skates and and then i asked him for them and he like blew up at me and yelled at me and like i that's not my daddy like i'm not getting yelled at (laughs) yeah i'm not getting yelled at by some man like ain't no way and so i got the skates went home called richard and richard blew up at him and like my dad was so mad about it too. Remember? Cause my dad was like, no one talks to my daughter like that. And we, we hadn't talked to him. Like we didn't even talk to him for a long time. So Nana sent us all these magazines about bipolar trying to yeah. understand him. And she said to you, you would already know. You would already know if you have it, you can see signs. And she said like, I don't see any signs. I've never seen any signs of it. I see you becoming less social. But that's because you you think you're being social on on the internet, but you're not really being like filling your social bucket social. Yeah, I'm very social. I'm a very social person. Yeah, so. we he used to we used to fight about going out. Yeah. Like I hated you would go out with your friends and I would stay home. Like I would not go anywhere. You'd go to a barbecue. I would know I'll stay home. Yeah. I'll stay home. I'll stay home. I would never in a million years do that now, but I don't want my kids to see that either. So yeah. like it's for, I think we're trying to find that. I think we're fine. Perfect balance. I think it'll change a little bit Yeah. in the next couple of months when we move to Edmonton and we have more people around, right? Like I think the balance will switch, but it's so weird to see you not social for so long. Right. So like, like you were saying with Jeremy doing the, taking you out and stuff like that, like, like, I think that that's how you get to know Braden on a different level than work, too, right? Yeah. Like, yes, you work together, but, yeah, you're in your work uniforms when you're talking, right? Yeah, but we don't talk about work things. We no, I know, but it's life. different. I know, but it, it is different. So when I was a young guy, right? Yeah. And and I was, we were in Grand Prairie. I was working for Praxis. Yes. I can't remember his name now, but he died. Uh, he got into a car accident. Oh, He yeah. got hit by a drunk driver while he was drinking and driving. Gosh. It was crazy. I, um, I can't remember that because he was at Scott. Maybe it was Scott. I might have been Scott. He took so, you to Smitty's. He took me to Smitty's every day. Yeah. And he paid for my food. Yes. Not because I couldn't afford it, yeah. but because I was a young guy just yes. starting out. And then yes. my money should go other places. Yes. I so he that. was like, hey, I got you. Come on. And plus, I was his DD. So, like, you know, yeah. he, you know he, he wanted to drink. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so You've I. always spent that money. Yes. Yeah. And I've always been. The DD, anyways. Yeah. Uh, I done it for free. Done yeah. it for steaks. I've done it for food. Yeah. It's all good. But with Brayden, right? Mm-hmm. I made an executive call his first season, right? Mm-hmm. Terry wanted him to go back out. We were, we had worked an insane amount of hours. Yeah. 
hours, mm-hmm. one one week, right? Yeah. And Braden, we were driving back, and he's passing out. He's yeah. having a hard time. The guy hasn't had a shower in three days. Yeah. He hasn't had a hot meal. He doesn't have any clean clothes left. Yeah. Right? So Terry's like, can you guys go back out? And I'm like, I can go back out, but he's going back to camp. Yeah. And Terry's like, what? And I'm like, look at his face. Smell him. Yeah. He needs time. Mm-hmm. Right? And Terry's like, okay. Go back to camp. Right? And I'm like, that's right. And then Terry's <laughs> like, how's he doing anyways? I'm like, listen, man. Like, if he was going to quit, he would have done it two days ago when we had that big day. Yeah. Right? This kid's the real deal. He's here. Yes. Keep him. Right? And that's when that's when Braden became one of my favorite people. Yeah, like that guy. We we go to battle together, and yes. like I and you barely get to work together, and we barely get to work together. So, so when when I get to work with Braden, it's it a is, treat. It's a treat yes. for uh, 20, 21 year old kid. I think he is. It, I don't think Braden's even that old. He might be twenty. He might, he might be, be 20, twenty. Yeah, and like one of my favorite people. Yeah, like outside work at work. You know. Yes. I love the kid. Yes. And he makes all the right decisions. He wants He's to be there. For I the can't buy right it. I, I do look forward to being in Braden. He wants Taylor. to be there for the right reasons. He's like, hey, you know what? At first it was like, I just want to buy a house yes. and, and, and build it up, buy it. And that's where my parents can retire to. Yeah. So I want to buy a truck. Um, what a sweet kid. Yada, yada, yada. Hey, now for him, it's now I got to propose to this girl. Yes. I want to make her my wife. We gotta have a future together. Yes. And that's where his money's going to now, right? And Sweet. you know, head on his shoulders. Most guys come out, they see that them kind of them kind of dollars and they're like, blow it all. Yeah. He's got a goal. Yes. At twenty years old. Yes. He doesn't let those dollar amounts that he yeah. sees, he doesn't let them he doesn't let him uh stray from his goal. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I know you do. You talk about Brayden like you talk about Penelope. Ah. Yeah. Really? Yes. What about Aurora? So Aurora and you are so... Aurora just... I don't even know how to describe Aurora. Aurora loves you, but Aurora also is just like, I don't... Yeah, I don't know how to describe Aurora. So Shelby and I, we joked around, right? Yes. Because, and it wasn't just Shelby, it was me, Shelby, and a couple others. But when you were pregnant with Aurora, yeah. I was always talking about Penelope. Yeah. Right? And like worried about Penelope. Yeah. So always. like, so you don't care about this second kid. No. And it's not. And I'm like, of course I care about it, right? And then we were talking, talking, talking. And then finally I just joked around with them. I'm like, yeah, fuck that kid. Right? Yeah. And then when Aurora was born, right? I was just like, everyone, I went back to ACP. Everyone's like, oh, congratulations on the kid. I'm like, thank you, thank you. And then I talk about Aurora or Penelope a lot. Yeah. And like, so Aurora, I'm like, who? Right? You did not say It was a joke. It was a joke, right? (gasps) And then it started with Shelby. Like, So here's the thing, like, for me, Aurora is, I love my kids. I love both of them. Yeah. And like, I always feel like people, like, you your family don't like aurora, I love aurora because aurora is the most like me aurora is you aurora is me the human embodiment of you like she looks identical she's yeah. your twin yeah she, like she does look like her cool. mannerisms her character is yeah. you yes everything about her is you so i 
and you know what people say that all the time and i love and like people say like oh man i love her like oh she's just she's so funny she's so funny but like i think she's like you she's hilarious she's the funniest there so her and i butt heads a lot because she's like me i think and like why can't you just treat her like you treat me so her and i butt heads a lot because because she's so smart she's she's incredibly smart she's very smart and and you know like maybe she's smarter than us i don't know (laughs) like it's it's crazy but like she's so smart and yeah. she's she she wants to be so independent mm-hmm. and she doesn't so listen more shit though was that a, like, is that hard for you because penelope is the complete opposite of that penelope will bend at will right Penelope's very bendable moldable where aurora is stuck in her ways i love that about aurora i know but is that was that a hard change for you from penelope yeah, you know, because like Penelope, you can convince her to do pretty much anything, and I don't think that's a good trait. It's not a great trait. It's not a great it's trait. It's not a great trait. Um, but like but for, as a better. parent, it's a great trait. Yeah, yeah. When you're wanting her to do what yeah. you want to do, yeah, it's great. But like, she's getting better at that. Yes, she's, she's getting starting. a lot better. She at is that. starting to. Um, yeah, it was a little difficult, but uh, with Aurora, right? What I see is like, you know, she's she's like me in the fact that you know she wants to be mischievous. Right, she's got a mischievous streak there, yeah. and like it's really funny. She'll look you in the eyes, like, "Hey, you ready? Yeah, you ready for this?" And you just know it's coming. I am scared, but you don't know how. Yeah, and it could be in t- ten seconds. It could be in twenty minutes. Could be in an hour. It could be in an hour. But yeah, she's, she's she's just looking at you. And she's like, "Hey, it's coming. You ready?" And then and then when it happens, it happens quick. So is she harder to parent, even though you spent more time with her? Um, so. You know, yeah, sometimes, sometimes she's harder to parent, but like, I gotta be a little more patient. Yeah. Like I gotta, when I sit back. I feel like you've gotten more patient in the past three to six months. When you first, when we are first in Calgary, you are not patient with her at all. And like. A lot of that has to do with, hey, I'm home now. A yeah. lot more than I was before. Yes. Right. So now, like, so it's like a lot of kids. Right? Yeah. When I was when I come home before, sporadically once in a while, it was like, like a vacation. It was like a vacation, yeah. right? So I come home and I'd be like, okay, how do I, how do how I make fit in here? How do I fit in here? This is my family, but how do I fit in here? Right. Like, you know, how do I parent, but also be the cool guy? I want them to like. How do I make right? this so fun? How do yeah. I make this fun? This is gonna be a memorable time because it doesn't happen often mm-hmm. and it's not for very long. Right. And now that we're, now that we're closer and I can, I can be home a lot more. Right. Now I gotta be, I still want to be that guy that's like, how do I make this a fun time home? But like, you have to be a dad too. I gotta be a dad too. Right. And you know, so now it's like, Mm -hmm. I can't let her get away with everything, but like, I want her to get away with everything. Right. Yeah. And, and sometimes I send mixed signals where I'm like, Hey, go do this. Mm -hmm. Go do it. And then it's like, Hey, don't do that. Right. And I gotta get away from that. Who but do you think is more strict, me or you? I think you're more strict. I think so too. You're way more strict. Like, and and that might play a little bit into it too. It's like, hey, what would Casey do, right? Yeah. Like, and, but I am. I don't want to get yelled at for what she's doing later because I let her do it. Penelope would never call me mean mommy, but Aurora's calling me mommy. My favorite thing that Aurora said is she slammed the door open and says, I want my dad to find a new wife. Yeah, so that's, that's why Aurora's my... so vindictive. Oh, yeah. Like, she... She, she goes for blood. Yeah. Um, I've probably 
I've never mentioned what a wife is. Like, I don't think that that's a topic of conversation, but Aurora does watch a lot of, like, older kid shows. Like, not three-year-old Coco Melon. She'd rather watch Wednesday. So, like, we had a fight one day because she wouldn't put... She wouldn't put the proper shoes on to go out. I'm pretty sure it was. And so Aurora does this neat thing where she slams doors and yells at you through them and then sings a sad song about her life. <laughs> so today she... That, Nobody loves me. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. My family hates me. Like that. Yeah. And so she like opens the door and says, I want my dad to find a new wife. Slams. And that was it. That cut you? It cut me a little, yeah. Okay. Like, why doesn't she want me as a mom? Your three-year-old cut you. She cut me. I don't. Was she three? Yeah, she had to be three. So she. So what? What I think why her and I butt heads a lot is because she is so smart, and she knows, right? She knows a lot of things for a three-year-old. She yeah. is highly intelligent. Yeah, she's right? very and street smart too. Yeah, and street smart. So here's so then here's she, a funny story about Aurora. How how smart she is, is she wandered off at the beach. She was supposed to be with Penelope. Penelope came back. I said, where's your sister? She said, I don't know. And I was like, the park's right there. I literally turn around. Aurora's not the park. Over the PA system, I hear, Casey Marie, come to the come to the front office. And I was like, no, no way. No way. Marie is not our last name. Her name is Aurora Marie. Yeah. And so she just, she thinks Marie is her full name so like when she told them like what's her name she said my name is aurora marie so they and my mom's name is casey marie <laughs> and so like they just called casey marie over the pa and i went right there and uh she told them already like my mom's phone number starts with blah 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 we live at number blah 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 like she couldn't tell them exact number but she's just three like she's a new three still yeah and she knew all of that information and like called me and like knew my name was Casey. Like in the same situation, our older daughter would be completely useless. Yeah. Yes, she's smart. She would, in a, in a she's a way. different smart. She'd be useless in that situation yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. And so like for you, yes, I understand that that would frustrate you because you want her to use it. And that's the same way my dad felt about me. Right? It's like, why aren't you using yourself to your full potential? Yeah. So, yeah, like I said. So I think you have to really watch that, right? Yeah, she's highly intelligent. She's super smart. Yes. But I forget that she's three. Yes. Right? Because of the things that she says, she has three-year-old emotions. But sometimes she has 20-year-old emotions. Yeah. Right? Which is mind-blowing. Yeah. So, like, sometimes we get slapped in the face with a three-year-old. And yeah. it's like, oh my god! Do we really have a three-year-old? Do we really have this three-year-old? Because I <laughs> yeah. thought I was dealing with a teenager, <laughs> yeah. right? So the teenager goes away, and out comes a three-year-old, and yeah. it's like, fuck, yeah. right? And you never know what you're gonna get from her yeah. or with her never. from like minute to minute. Yes, it could be that fourteen, fifteen, sixteen-year-old kid. Yeah, that you know, or it could be a three-year-old. Yeah, and it's just like, okay. All right, what are we dealing with here today? So that threw you for a major curve. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, okay, do, how do I deal? I don't want to deal with a teenager, yeah. right? But it's a lot of fun when she is that way. So cool, let's let's mold to that, yes. right? And then, and then, so she's that 13-year-old teenager. She uh, is a super cool three-year-old. Oh. She is a super cool three-year-old. And so she's like, like, she sings Drake, she sings 
Post Malone, Taylor she, Swift. Taylor Swift. She, she loves Wednesday. A lot of the songs. Yeah, like if you word if for you, ASAP Rocky, Rihanna. She loves Rihanna. Oh yeah. She loves Michael Jackson. Like what a cool three year old. What a cool three year old she is. But she's a little bit of a bitch. So... To be honest, <laughs> she is. Can we say that? I can say it. I think I said that to you today. Did I whispered it in your ear. Aurora? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, probably. Because you're just like, man, what's that kid's issue? I'm like, she's a fucking bitch. <laughs> right? Like, like, oh my God. She's scary, though. Like, I love her. If she heard us say that, pieces. I'm scared of her. I could still rock her to sleep, too. Probably, yeah. I, I, I've done it, like, a few months back. Oh, yeah. That was, you did, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. I, st- I still got it. Yeah. I still got it. Like, she, and they're both getting better being alone with me. Too. Yeah, so I think that's that's probably my fault though, not my fault. I was a, I I am the default parent. I understand that I'm the default parent, but at the same time, like my mental health was like, if you don't get a break, you're going to go insane. Yeah, your body cannot take this anymore. You need to get a break. So like we talked about it, and you know we put hard lines with our kids. I'm not allowed to sleep in our bed. Aurora still sneaks in sometimes. But like, and now they had to put themselves to bed. Like, we go in, we snuggle them, we give them kisses. But like, I was laying in there for hours each night. And it was just not giving my brain, yeah. my body enough time to be away from them. And like, to have that mental reset. So like, I think we set some hard lines and my brain has changed so much for the better. Right? What we're talking about. See, yeah. I've lost what we're talking about. Yeah, no, they're the default parent. Yeah, the default no, parent. Yeah. So like so like for you to be alone with them was not that it was very rare. But now you can be more yeah. Do things with them a little bit more, which is so good. I like that, you know, we've started this and it seems to be working. You put them in there, you shut the door, you come back out. Yeah. Right? And they just like Sometimes they cry. Sometimes they cry for sometimes a few they, minutes. Sometimes you want another kiss and a hug and you go in and do it. And, you know, I've put some really hard lines on parenting this past couple months because we do want to have another baby relatively soon. I knew that my body could not take laying in their bed and my brain could not take laying in that bed for an hour or more each night while they fuck around and not fall asleep. Yeah. I couldn't do it. So I really had to put some hard lines. It's the same thing as like I breastfed Aurora till she was two and a half because I refused to put hard lines on. And finally we went to Europe to ACP in the summertime and I just told her, oops, it's an owie. And then you were there to deal with it. Yeah. Like you mostly, what a great job you did with her because I couldn't take it anymore. My body was like, stop it. If you touch me again, I will lose my mind. <laughs> right? Like, I was like, I couldn't do it. Well, for me, also, like, having them, like, do their own thing and, you know, it gives me more quality time with you, too. Yes, right? We're yes. trying to make that third kid. Yes. Know? Not just we that. Like, it's... That. You know, it's... you get to come in here and, and you know, we we get to work on number three. Not just... Sooner. But not just that. It's like watching a movie together. Yeah. It's hanging out Which together. Which leads to making number three. Exactly. But Netflix and chill. PlayStation and chill. Right now we're podcasting and chill. Right now we're podcasting, yes. But like, it's it's just that mental... Like, you have changed so much in, since September 2021. 20, 
2012. And I feel like it. Oh, hundred percent. I feel it too. I your patience has gotten exponentially better. Your patience was so thin before, and it's just getting a little bit thicker every time you come home. Well, also like even if it was getting better, right before, right, and then it, it got worse because like you know being away mm-hmm. during the pandemic and working oh, yeah, all that, that time was... away without coming home, and you know like we've talked about it and I, w- I was afraid to tell you for a long time like you know and and maybe that's why i also thought maybe i was cracking because you know my my mental health took a huge hit yes right i know um we talked about this today so you know postpartum so every time so both times we've had two we've had two babies so um with penelope you go through the postpartum more than i do you get really, really sad, like really, really low. I don't know why. It is wild to see because like for me, I when I have that baby, it immediately on the whole time I'm pregnant, I don't I rarely feel anxiety when I'm pregnant. I, I'm on such a high the whole time the whole time. I'm nervous, so like I won't sleep for like weeks on a time because I'm nervous about like every little thing but i'm on such a high that i don't even feel it and then usually around six months i kind of crash out and like finally get some sleep and then i feel fine but for you for the first three months at least you are after after after, for the pregnancy you're on high right you're like yeah the baby like you love feeling the baby move that's your favorite thing you like you stay up late at night and like when i'm sleeping and you can feel the baby move and you love that yeah i'm sleeping i have no idea what's going on like i'm out and uh so you're on such a high and then the baby comes out and it's that like first like 72 hours and it's like the newborn and the smell and like the snuggles and like laying on your chest and like with aurora it lasted a bit longer because we were home it was just us like my parents were there but like it was just us right we didn't see anybody else it was just us and penelope and aurora and then you crash and you get so low and you have no idea what's going on and i know so like from the first time to now when we had aurora like I knew it was going to happen because you did it last time and you had no idea that you went through it. Like you, I just don't think you understood what was going on with your body. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it was such a hard thing for you to be, cause you're not a normally a low person. Right. So like when you get low and that gets that postpartum, I think it was just like, you're running on adrenaline when I'm pregnant and then you just drop it. Right. Cause you're like, Oh my God, the baby's here. I spend nine months on an adrenaline kick. Yeah. And then when you come off that adrenaline kick, you crash. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, you know, mm-hmm. it's like um, when that, that time where, you know, I was, I was at home and it was a really good time home and I was on days off. Right. And, you know, it was like two weeks. Right. And I was home for it. And when I went back to camp, I slept for 14 hours. Oh yeah. And you blew me and the children. I saying wasn't really blaming you. I say it wasn't really blaming you. It was like, yeah, like I was pumped to be home. I was excited mm-hmm. to be home. Yes. And it was an adrenaline rush. The it was like was we. Home. The moment I got back to camp and I had a chance to relax and really think, I just, and I was done. It was like Penelope's birthday. And like in Ontario, 
we have family there. So we do a lot of like things, right? We went to Wonderland. We went to um, uh, Chudley's. We went to this apple farm, that apple farm, this pumpkin patch, that pumpkin patch. So many things we did. Penelope had a party. Like it was a lot. And we had a baby. Like she was six months yeah. old, right? Yeah. And like, so you finally just like crash. But that's something that's not talked about a lot is like men also go through that too. Yeah. I'm lucky where I don't go through the lows and the, like the baby blues and like the sadness. Mine is just anxiety, constant anxiety. It wasn't so bad with Aurora. Bad with Penelope because she was a preemie. But with Aurora, she was a little bit bigger. She was a little bit stronger. I had to get used to that with Aurora when she was first born. Because yeah, like with Penelope, high. I still kind of do it when I pick her up and I put her down. I put her down so gently because like, you know, <laughs> I had, yeah. like that first year of Penelope, every time I touched her, I, she was a preemie. I put her down gently. I well, picked her up in a certain here's way. Here's like right? a weird thing. Like, okay, when Penelope turned one, she was like 14 pounds or something like yeah. that. When Aurora was three months, she was 14 pounds. No, yeah. four months, she was 14 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, just like a general difference of our children. Yeah. That's Two different kind of kids. Aurora walked at, God, 10 months. 10 months she was walking at, just after Christmas. Yeah. Like, it was like New Year's. She was starting to take steps towards us. Um, Penelope didn't walk until 15 months. Like, and it that was... had a lot to do with her eyes. Yes. But in general, she yeah. still didn't walk those who was 15 months. Yeah. So, like, the differences between our two children, like, it must be for... So, for you not to parent them every single... Like, and you do parent them every day, right? When they have a bad day or a good day, you talk them through it. Like, if I'm having a really bad day and you can talk to them, I hand the phone to you. I hand the phone to them. Because, like, you can talk to them about it. Rory sometimes will react to you. Pippa usually just gets all sulky about it. Yeah. Well, even then, I know I learned how to navigate through that, too, right? It's like, hey, what's going on? What's wrong? Talk yes. to me, right? Yes. And, like, with Aurora, like, it's it's like, hey, I... So, uh, Aurora's really hard to navigate. She can't be bought. No. She can't be bought. You can't no. be like, hey, I'll give you that. She does not. No. You can't buy her love. You cannot bribe her. With and anything. she chooses people specifically. Yeah. She is so weird about choosing people. Okay, she'll take... Here's an example. Aunt P and Uncle Connor. Okay, Aunt P is there every day. Every day. Who does she like more? Aunt uh, Connor. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Um, You have two co-workers, Ashton and Lindsay. Okay? Penelope loves Ashton. Loves, loves, loves. Aurora? Hates him. Hates even looking at the guy. Yeah. That guy can go. Now she's a little bit nicer. But his girlfriend loves her. Yeah. It's like, don't, don't talk, don't talk to her. That's my Lindsay. Right? Yeah. Loves, loves certain people and just like, will not even look at other people. Like, ugh. Well, she doesn't even listen to me at the time. I'll be talking to her and telling her not to do something. She knows when she's not, when she's doing something she's not supposed to be doing, and I'm trying to tell her no because she she's like I can't hear you. Um, if I look at you, that means I've acknowledged you, and if I'm looking at you, oh, uh, that means I'm gonna get in trouble for her even more, yeah. right? So, so she just, she just like oh I'm I'm deaf, 
you know, I'm blind. I can't see you. I'm over here doing this. What are you talking about? So who's easier to parent for you? Ah, uh, yeah, that's tough because Penelope this year, since she started school, mm-hmm. has become more difficult. So yes. But and I know not difficult in a bad way. Hang on. She's becoming a person. For, for you, Penelope's more difficult right now. She's changed for you because you never accepted Penelope's deficiencies before. Yeah. She was in speech therapy for two years previous to this, and you didn't even acknowledge it. Yeah. <laughs> like, did she even know she was in it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, she's perfect to me, right? Yeah. And they're both perfect. No. Yes, they're both perfect <laughs> to me. But, like, uh, you know, it was hard to accept that. Like, hey, you know what? Like, uh, yeah, she is. She, she's a little behind. I've always acknowledged she's been a little bit behind. No. Right? But it's like, she'll catch up. Don't no, worry, yeah. right? She'll catch up. She, she, I think she's lazy. I There's she's, a little bit of it in there that she's mean, fucking like with us. She's fucking with us. I know. You think she's fucking with us. I think us. she's yeah. fucking with us. Yeah, that's that's Rich's big thing is like, so like with our, with Penelope, she does this thing where she like pretends like you're like count to ten. And she, like, doesn't do it. And then, like, later on, she'll be, like, quiet, laying on the couch, and she'll just, like, count to 20. Or just, like... She's fucking with us, man. <laughs> like, you tell her, remember when it used to be, okay, count to five. And and, and you say one, and she's like, two. Be like, uh-huh. no, 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 you got to start at one. And she's like, two. Two. She never said one. Right? She never we said thought she was and, afraid of one. Yeah. She, but, <laughs> but, she, but she would do a little laugh. And yeah. she, if you watch her, she's got that little shitty grin on her. Like she you. knows what she's doing. Yeah, she's, she's like you. She yeah. knows what she's That's doing, like you. and it's funny. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, so it's, it's like, like you. You're fucking with me, kid. I know you are. So who's easier to parent, though? Still Penelope. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Since she started so school, she is. Who's easier to parent? Our kids or your coworkers? Oh, my coworkers. Oh yeah, my coworkers <laughs> easier. Because you send them home. I send them home. <laughs> you send but, them home. But like. um Oh, Penelope now, since she's at school, has outside influences also yes. te- teaching her things. Right? So I don't Not know. just the teacher. She's learning from her classmates. Yes. Right? Once she told us that Danielle Smith took away all the doctors. <laughs> We're just like, what? Open the border, Trudeau. Yeah. From the time she's been very little, we've always maybe talked too much politics to her. Cause around like, her. Around her. And she was very young, saying like Doug Ford opened the malls. Yeah, and Justin Trudeau opened the border. We didn't say thing, anything with the masks, though. We always wore the masks. Yeah, and then she fought back at the same time. That was a proud dad moment for me. She, that was like that's my daughter. So we, I have always, when COVID first started, I just didn't take her anywhere. I took her nowhere. And then when they had to start wearing masks when she turned three and she had to start wearing a mask i was like god and so she wore it for visits and stuff like that it was not till we moved here that they started questioning her right and in the zoo she got questioned and you were with her i wasn't even with her i don't know i don't know yeah you were you were in the penguin i was i was up front though i was gone i already had a roar i was up front because roy didn't need a mask okay i know you i know you told me what happened but she just said no, no mask. The lady was like, "Excuse me, um, can you put on your mask, little lady, or a little girl?" She said something like that. 
And Pippa just looks at her dead ass in the face and she's like, no. She's like, can, can we please wear it? And she's like, I'm tired of this. I don't want to wear this no more. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, right? And then she's like, well, can you wear it while you're in here? She's like, I don't think so. Did you wear it? No. She, she did not wear it. She refused to put it on. And I'm like, hey. She's, then the lady looks at me. She's like, can you make her put the mask on? I'm like, I ain't making her do shit. I didn't say I didn't make her do shit, but I just said, hey, I... I, you can't do it. I can't do it. Sorry. Right? Like, this is where our kids were at. Yeah. This, is, this like, was very, this is the tail end of like the zoo making us wear masks anyway. It's the tail end of the COVID restrictions in Alberta. We had to be vaccinated to get into the zoo and then we had to wear a mask in certain parts of the zoo and it was just like exhausting. I think. It was like, if you gotta be vaccinated. Anyways, we're not gonna zoo. get into COVID. Nah. So, I, the thing about Penelope, I know she's retaining so much information because today I said, I'm tired. And she said, I'm tired of this grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? She's like, I heard you say it. I was like, oh my God. So so do you think that because Penelope was in the NICU, she had the feeding tube, right? Yeah. So she never had to work for that food. I know this is this This is is my theory. This is Richard's big theory on Penelope's behind. She never had to work for her food. She had the tube running food to her all the time. So she's just like, I'm hungry. Ah, food, right? So, so now, like, she, I don't know if obviously she probably doesn't have memory of it, but like, you know, if you you think think about the time after, right? Yeah. She didn't have to work for it either because you she couldn't take the boob because no. I think the feeding tube ruined that for her. Yeah. So like she you pumped. Yeah. You, yeah, you pumped. You put the bottle in her mouth and it was you had to like squeeze it sometimes to yeah. get some out of it because she couldn't suck properly. Yeah. Because but of the that, feeding or is tube. That, or is this because of her poor well oral muscles? Maybe it's because she's a preemie. Maybe. So now going forward, everything in her life is just like if I don't work for it, I don't work for it. It's going to happen one way or the other. Yeah, I know. This is your big theory. That's my theory. This. And I just, I just think she's Penelope. I don't know. She'll, she'll come on when she's ready. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's just what it is for her. It's on her terms. So do you think that watching your dad in general, like watching your dad be a dad to or lack thereof or lack thereof but he was a dad to other children he was dead to other people's kids that weren't related to us biologically but not now remember he's he's he had but yeah one whatever he had one recently so yeah there's neither here nor there we're not talking about hearsay because we don't want to get into trouble about that but um do you think that watching him do that and the way he treated daughters has made you more want to be strive for anything but because you've watched your sisters struggle with identity all three of them all three of them um because lack thereof dads yeah Yeah. right so has that made you like want to be a better father and husband yeah absolutely especially a husband yeah but definitely a father um but if we ever have a boy yeah we ever have a son which, hey, if it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. Um, if we ever have a son, the son will be as equal as the girls. Yeah, so you were treated like um, you were a man 
and you didn't have to clean or do dishes. You had to do nothing. No, I literally just came in and lived there. And lived there, which is wild considering how much your sisters had to do, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, why wasn't the 18-year-old taking out the garbage instead of the 11-year-old? I'll never know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so has, has that shaped you? in a negative so is it a negative way too because it shaped you in a negative way like does it do you still carry like trauma about that oh probably yeah i don't i don't really see it that often in you i sometimes i think so sometimes you say like things like my dad would love that about aurora oh i he's never so he's never met he's our never youngest met aurora. he's only met penelope twice maybe a couple more times maybe. It, well, her first birthday was the first time. No, she met her. Oh, um, when she was a baby, baby. We she, yes, yes. Um, when he tried after he tried to kill himself. Yeah, the, the, that's right. He it was like a the craziest the time. Card. Not just then, and then he came on Christmas Eve. Yes. And then he also came in the day that everybody was crying. Yes. And he turned off the water. Yes. Yeah, because we were about to bake, and he was like, "No one's gonna bake in this house." And he shut the water. shut the water. What the fuck? <laughs> Man. And we were there with like the baby. <laughs> we were there with Penelope. Like yeah. she also needed water to feed her. You think all he wanted was acceptance and love in that moment? Where it was like But he so had it. We all were had to do already was... giving it. Yeah. Like he had you it. did not want to go and visit him and my dad and me talk you into going to visit him. Which yeah. was stupid on my part. I shouldn't have. Yeah. Whatever. I I was trying to be He blamed me, right? He yeah. he said when when I was putting the pills in my mouth, I saw you there egging me on to do it. And to be fair, he never put the pills in his mouth. He, no, he never did. He never did. He, it. Never did. he just pretended to do it and called them. They they said they looked he at his Google search history and like he took just under the lethal amount. If no, no, no he didn't take any. He, I don't think he took. He took just lithium he, he or took something. Mydol. He did mydol. Yeah, mydol because yeah. of his pause, Period. So, uh, he, so anyways, he never actually did it. He just, yeah, he did say that. I remember that now. Yeah. And it made you feel real guilty. He said that because... When you were going through postpartum stuff about Penelope. Because as you said earlier, right, about how I thought suicide was the coward's way. Out. It was selfish. Yes. Now I look at it as, it takes balls to do that. This yeah. is the most unselfish thing someone could do because, yeah. like... It, like it's it's not cowardly at all to like end your own life that does it takes someone no way out balls right? there's no way out in your mind right and and so it takes a great deal of, it's balls of steel really right it's not there cowardly steel, right? it, it might be you know you're you're only causing the people you love more hurt like you're just taking your pain that's going on up here and transferring it mm -hmm. all you're doing is that but like you know, when you get to that point, it's like, shit, like, I've never been there. Mm -hmm. I've suffered with my own mental health, like, in a way, but never to the point where I thought, this is so bad, I gotta end it, mm -hmm. right? Like, it got bad enough for me where I was just like, I need help. Mm -hmm. Like, I need I need to talk to someone, mm -hmm. right? But not to the point where it's like, oh, yeah, okay, this is over, right? Like, yeah. I have kids, and I have a yeah. wife yeah. that I could never do that to, Yeah. right? But that yeah. doesn't mean that, that it's selfish. No. It just means like, yeah. you know, maybe you have reached out for help. Maybe your cries for help have gone unanswered. Yes. Right? In his case, that's not what happened. But... No. But, yeah. And and when he blamed me for that. He felt guilty. It was like, 
boom, what the hell did just happen there? What the hell? Like he was projecting. Mm-hmm. And and so we spent I a lost, lot of time with him then. Yeah, and I lost a lot of respect for him shortly after that. Yes. Like any like I my respect was wavering anyways. Like it was like it would come and go. But like any ounce so when of he... respect I had after he said that was just like once I once the gravity of it hit in and I realized what he was saying, I went from feeling guilt to like pissed. So for me it was when I turned a corner, for me, it was when he said to your sister, she had to find a new place to live. And she was 17 years old. Like, she was still. Yeah, she was still. And at this point, she, you know, you know, it wasn't like she was still, because she was still very much developing. But she still it was at the point where, you know, um, she was still trying to find her way. Because mm-hmm. he had knocked her off that path so many times. She, she start finding her path. Knock. And he, she, he just knocked her right off it. And then she's done an amazing job time and time again at finding that way, right? Mm-hmm. And then just to be knocked off again, right? And I think the best thing she ever did was leave. It was like, I you're stay. right, I need to get the fuck out. Yes. And she she got out, she left, she found she her way. Stuff, yeah. And you know what? One of the um, biggest things for me ever is when Trish said when she gets married, she wants me to walk her down the aisle. right that's huge i think so for us trish is our first baby yeah absolutely you would never say that to her and if she's listening here now if she's listening she'll know now but like we've talked about it before trish is our first baby it was our child she was she was six years old when we first got together she is 23 years old now yep um gross (laughs) gross is right but she was our first baby. She, we took her places. We did stuff with her. She was a very integral part of my um, injection into the Frederick family. Oh, did you see oh, my last Frederick? name? Yeah, whatever. Whoa. It's whatever. I don't think it's that much of a secret. I'm pretty sure on Apple Podcasts it says Frederick. But I'm pretty sure it says Frederick. Nope. Did you check? Yeah. Okay. So, secret so. Don't find me on Facebook. He won't add you. But, um... <laughs> Um, it's a very integral part of my existence into the family, right? Yeah. Is her. And she's been at so many of our life things, right? Yeah. Our, um, like our, I guess, checkpoints. You can call them yeah. checkpoints. And our, right? our milestones together. Yeah. yeah, our milestones together. And she is the best aunt to our children. Mm-hmm. Um, she is an amazing sister to both of us. Um, she's our first child. Like really, like we've we've said that before. Um, she was our little trial run. Yeah. Like you know, she, of course she's much older than our kids now, obviously, but the best aunt. Our kids cannot ask for a better aunt. Yeah. They have a lot of amazing aunts, though, of course. Yeah. But some we got through like other ways, right? Like Auntie Chris was a friend. Yeah. Uh, Aunt Jess was your dad's ex-wife's daughter. Yeah. And also a big part of our, their life right like yeah. um also just had a baby also just had a baby first baby our yeah. first our, not our first niece our, this is our, she's our third niece Ugh. Baby <laughs> is our third niece yeah yes. yeah that's it, it's it's crazy you know we talked about it earlier but we we kind of started like the so my i have this older I have a younger sister who's eight days younger than me. Yes, I know. How did that happen? 
So obviously, like, my parents weren't together. I, we're not going to get into this whole thing. So I have a younger sister we found out a couple years ago. So she has a, I guess, I guess she's 14. She's 14, so I have a niece who's 14. We have a niece who's 14. Yeah. And then a three-year-old. And then a one-year-old nephew. And now we have a, a one-month-old niece as yeah. well. And then a nephew who's going to be born soon. And so for you, this is, that like... And I've never met any of them. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, I've met all of them, <laughs> except yeah. your 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 sister. This is your first blood sister. Yeah. That is going to have a baby this year. Yeah, this will be my like full blooded nephew. Well, I don't I know about the blood, but it's this is this is your your sister who you grew up with is yeah. having a baby. Yeah, this is my real sister. Yes. Like my my. My, not your my stepsister, parents, not my yes. stepsister, yeah. not my half sister. This is my full-blooded sister having a baby, having this, a baby, and like this will be. I'm not counting out or voiding like all the other nieces and nephews. I haven't met them yet, but like I still love them. I'm still excited to meet them. Yes. Uh, th this will be my first like actual nephew. Yeah. See, I and for me, it's um, it's not my. He's I just my second nephew because I have. Yeah. And a few coin map when he was just a baby. Yeah. And I can't wait to see like how I am with other people's kids. Yes. Right. I've always said like, you know, um, you know, the thing about another man's kids, I yes. could never raise another man's kid, yes. right? And I this technically wouldn't be me raising no, someone else's kid, not. but you know, I very much, you know, get to be a part of their life. Yeah. But that's like I for you, like you always were kind of a step out of every kid's life, right? Like you never really want to participate in kid things, but now since you having your own kids, right? Uh, our friend Chris has two daughters. She has other kids, but the two daughters live at home, yeah. so they're young, and you're very much involved with them. Yeah, right. So for me, getting involved with that was still a little weird, right? Mm -hmm. When I first met Kita and Cat, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I didn't know what to say to them. How do yeah. I have a conversation with someone else's kids? Right? Yeah. It's weird. They're so young, right? So like, and then you know, it was like probably like a couple of times in a meeting them where yeah. like Cat was like walking beside me and she starts joking around with me. Yeah, and I'm just like, what the fuck did you just? Say? <laughs> and then and then and then we just started bantering. Yeah, and then Kita and I had yeah. a race. Yes, and then I that was the first or second time I met Kita. So. Yeah, I think Kia came a lot faster than Kia. Came, she's a little older. Yes. Right? She yes. she's taller than me, so she she kinda, you know, she commands power. She commands power over me. I'm Napoleon yeah. to her, but like she I don't know who defeated Napoleon. I don't know. I have no idea. Anyways, so she, she is a little girl. She yeah, she she's taller than me, she commands the the, the power and mm -hmm. and thinks that she can run me, so But does so did being a father make that easier? Probably because I definitely would not have being been able a father to... made your relationship with your, so you have a complicated relationship with your sisters, yeah. except for Trish. Yeah. But do you think that it made your relationship with your sister stronger? Yeah, absolutely. Cause Chantel, she's fucked up a lot and she, and you know, I, there was some tough love there for, with her. Right. Yes. And like, now I look at it as like, but a, don't forget, the thing that I always remember with Chantel is that she was not raised by your dad. Absolutely. She didn't see him that often. Yeah. But so being a dad has helped me realize that like, you know, 
It's not. That true. could be my kids. Yeah. And how I treat my kids when they fuck up is going to be a direct reflection of how they see themselves. But I, right? for me, it was like, do you want to show them a positive sibling relationship? I, I do, for right? sure. Right, because Absolutely. they're siblings. Absolutely, I do. And, you know, like, so Chantal and I, we get along at a distance. We talk yeah. a little bit. I'd like to be closer to Chantal. Yeah. 100%. But I was talking about, I'm talking about Trish specifically because we are already close with Trish. Yeah. We've always been close with Trish. There's been, I mean, I'm sure a few bumps up and down the road, but she was in a house with your dad, too. So, yeah. like, it's hard. But um, do you think it's changed your relationship with her? I think so. I think. Definitely. So for me, I see it. I see you being more uh, mentory to Trish rather than just being her brother, razzing her all the time. Yeah, well, she doesn't need that either. No. Right, she's had enough of, of men telling her, like, hey, you're fucking up. Yes. Hey, you're not doing this right. Hey, you're not doing this right. Instead of saying, hey, good job on doing that today. Yeah. Right? Like, she's never really had much of that. Mm-hmm. Right? So... Yeah, of course. That's just, I, yeah, never thought of it like that. It, it's so interesting, like, for me to step back and watch you um, be, you know, a brother, an uncle, uh, a friend of the families to other people's kids, right? Yeah. Um, I owe a lot, a lot of that to you. Oh, a hundred. Like, I'll take well, the break because take hundred and ten percent. Take it, because honestly, like I, I was lost. I didn't know what I wanted to do, where I wanted to be, mm-hmm. how I wanted to become that person, and like you know, you make me a better man, mm-hmm. and my oh, kids yeah. make me a better man, 100%. and I didn't want any of that when I was younger. No. So to like look back and be like look at what I could have missed out on had I yeah. had I went forward with that thinking. Yes. I think that having kids was the greatest decision we ever made. I think, like, a lot of people are like, oh, do you wish you had to have them younger? Like, I, our, our relationship was so fun. Like, we did so many cool things. We went so many cool places and did amazing things and lived in amazing cities and beautiful places and seen some, the craziest things. Like, we took our Jeep on the salt flats in Utah. Like we have done crazy things. Yeah. And for us, like having kids when we were a little bit older was perfect for us. Yeah. We had to experience a lot. Yeah. When we were young. But also like not knowing that my mental health was like, cause the way I talked, the way I acted, things I did, things I said. Yes. Right. Like, um, yes. not knowing that mental health was behind that because of my upbringing, yes. I think that could have been a little bit more tumultuous. Like, our relationship was good, but it was like, oh, you know, yeah. there was a was lot, ups of, downs, yeah. lot of ups and downs, right? So, like, saying, like, hey, let's add a kid to that. Oh, that would have been right? a disaster. That would probably would have been really bad. So, like, yeah. it happened when it happened at a good time where, like, you know, I didn't even know that I was, like, still had my mental health shit to deal with. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was definitely older and could be like, hey, you know what? Yes. Like, anything that is happening anywhere, I can sort of navigate that. And it happened, right? Like, you know, when I was away from home for so long, there was a time, and I think I told you about this. Um, we were driving back from Saskatchewan. I was at ACP. This is, like, two summers ago. We are driving back from Saskatchewan, and, like, I'm just driving, and all of a sudden, like, I choke up and want to cry. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the, what the fuck is that? 
I know, but right? I and I I've always said this to you. You're supposed to cry. Yeah. Like you're supposed to be allowed to feel things. I think that that point two years ago. So was Aurora was born then. Yep. So it was like during the pandemic still. Yep. I think that, that I know exactly why you would have been like that. Well, it was hard, right? I wasn't home a lot. Yeah. Right? I didn't get to experience a lot of things. So you had a new baby. I had a new baby. Uh, had, had one that I didn't know how she was going to handle being an older sister mm-hmm. still, right? Yeah. And, you know, there was a lot. There was a lot there. There was a lot going on, right? And and being like, well, shit. Um, I, I, it was kind of like a dark place, but not to the darkest point no, where, like, someone not. wants to end it all, right? It was yeah, dark where I was like, shit, why do I feel this way? But do you ever wish, like, you would just have reached out? Like, you would have just, like, said something to anybody? Because you didn't say anything to anybody. No. Like, don't um, you wish you would have... <clears throat> had some like just said something to somebody so the mechanic and i at acp lane yes we had a lot of deep conversations oh really mental health came up a lot and he's like man why do you work away so much Mm -hmm. right and i was like dude i'm trying to compensate for my dad saying i'm not going to be a worker yeah trying to say i'm lazy and i'm trying to be like i'll show you right yeah and i'm like is that healthy no i work all the overtime i can because i'm trying to prove something yeah. I work as many hours as I do because I'm trying to prove something. Well, now I'm just trying to feed my family. Mm-hmm. But, like, if, if I get a day off, I'm not upset about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not constantly I'm not constantly worried about, hey, if I slow down for 10 minutes, I'm going to lose my job, right? What are those people over there going to think? That guy's lazy? No, right? I don't care. If I slow down for 10 minutes, I need to slow down for 10 minutes. Yeah. I need to take a breather. I need to step back. It's not going to... It's not going to affect my, how, how my boss looks at me. My boss knows. Yeah. My boss, Rob has said it a bunch. He's like, I told you years ago that was going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and he's, and he was right. And he said to me like last year, he said to me, it's like, uh, when I told him about my, my, my mental health struggles, the two, two years prior to that, mm-hmm. he's like, dude, I told you there was a reason why you acted the way you did. I told you there's a reason why you talked the way you did. There's a reason for everything about you. And it all stems down to your childhood trauma. I told you that. Yeah. And and he told me that when I was 25 and didn't want to listen. Mm-hmm. Right. And and now I'm telling that to my younger coworkers. I'm I was telling just gonna that, say, do you see the circle? I'm telling that to Ashton. I'm like, man, that's gonna come back. Yeah. Him and his girlfriend, me, him and his girlfriend had a conversation the yeah. other day where I'm like, man, that swagger, that yes. that that confidence you try to exude. Um, your, your cockiness, the people he's like, yeah, people are just jealous. I'm like, no, man. I'm like the people that don't understand it. Yeah. They might see it as like, wow, that guy's got swagger. That guy's so cool guy. But for me and for a few others here and including your own girlfriend, because we've had this conversation, Mm -hmm. we know what it is. Uh It's your insecurities. He's like, you think I'm insecure? You think I'm insecure about my looks? Yeah. And and right away she just like it's not about your looks, man. Yeah. And and She's I'm like, dude, smart. it's it's about what's going on in your head, right? And 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 he kind of he kind of looked off to the side like, shit, you got me. But <laughs> like he wouldn't he wouldn't cave. Never. But he allowed the conversation to happen instead of shutting it down, yeah. which was huge. Yeah. Right. He could have shut that down and could have like put that wall up, but he allowed the conversation to happen, which is think- a stepping stone. Do you think like in blue collar 
that that that's important to have like the the older and the younger like kind of like those relationships do you like especially for people who have um not the greatest relationship with their families Absolutely. or a difficult relationship with their families or they just need a different perspective like is that something that's like for you i've seen that in every job you've ever had whether you be the 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 dad or the the kid in a you know what i mean like yep. in a relationship oops sorry in a relationship um is that something that's it, like every does every blue collar worker experience something like that? Absolutely, they do. I was Absolutely. Uh, if you, I don't know if you've seen the TikToks about it, but every blue collar man in every blue collar job, you got the old dog and the young dog sitting yeah. together talking, right? And it's because that old guy, he's been there. Yeah. He's been in that situation. Some of those old dogs don't get out of that mm-hmm. mentality, but like you, you know, Ed, you see the oddest friends you see like the 20 year old hanging out with the 50 year old right right you see no no you're not quite that dramatic but like i'll be there 50. one day i i don't yeah i guess i'll be there one day yeah, right i don't work yeah. with any 50 year olds either right yeah like maybe yeah. rob is like no but tcr tcr yeah tcr yeah a couple 50 year olds yeah. yeah a couple 50 year olds right and yeah. look I'm at just... Braden hanging out with the 50 year olds yeah look at Braden hanging out with with uh yeah, the 50-year-olds and the 30-something-year-olds, mm. right? And, yeah, you know, that's it, you know. But old guys and young guys in blue-collar, especially when they work away, right, they're all they have, right? So, like, so you make the most of that situation. We're not – I say this all the time. We're, we're sharing a drink called loneliness, but it's better than drinking alone. But I, I disagree with that. Some of those people are your friends. 100%. And you will say, no, they're not my friends. They're not my friends. They're my coworker. But, like, Brayden is your friend. I'm Brayden's sorry. My friend. Drew is your friend. Drew I'm sorry. Is my friend. Ashton's your friend. I'm you sorry. You want to call it that? But, like, you calling me on here, like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Fine. We'll say Ashton's my friend. Why not? Courtney's your friend. Courtney's absolutely 100% my friend. You have so Rob's your friend. You have Shelby's your friend. What do all those people have in common, though? They have, I don't know. For the exception Nothing? of Ashton, we've all worked together for years. No, I, and right? you have worked together with Ashton for like three years almost. Yeah, but, two, for sure. Okay, but yeah. there's, uh, there's other people that I could name that I would call your friends. But like, if you think about it though, like the mainstays were friends, right? Yes. Then you get the interchangeable pieces. You know, let's think about the hockey team here for a second. Oh, no. Austin Matthews, John Tavares, uh, William Nylander, Mitch Marner. Right? I wouldn't those call, four I wouldn't are inside Willie. No, I love Willie. I hate John. So those four are the core four. Yes. The team builds around them. Right. The, but the, but, but these are two them, separate workplaces, so we're not. All those parts around them leave every all the time. But there is people that you have worked with for years that you are not friends with. Um. Yes. Yes, yes there is. Yes. But I still look is. at them as a brother or a sister. Yes. Because, like. But I've worked them for still... years, and I have their back, and they have mine. Yes. But outside of the, our workday, nothing. Don't don't even talk to me because there's bad blood there. But going back to again with the kids, when you see them with your kids, does it change? Ah, oh, fuck. Yes. I know what you're talking about. Son of a bitch. Yeah, sure. Why not? You yes, know, the she asked about me the other day. I, no, not just that. Uh, there's other people that I was thinking of. Yeah. That, I, okay. Other that people, there's yeah. that there is. Um, bad blood, bad blood, little weird, 
things. It's, it's so it's a personality. Uh, concept, yeah, and of right? course you don't have to be friends with anybody, but when you see them interacting with your kids, being uh, you know sweet to your kids, it changes things. I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. I guess. Yeah, in a way. there is certain coworkers of yours that I do not like. I have no interest. Like, but I see them being nice to our kids. Our kids liking them, and it's automatically like that's very nice. Like I appreciate them interacting with our kids because there is some of them that just ignore them. <laughs> not not very many. There's just a couple, right? Well, there's a reason why they ignore them, right? And I was told that, like, they want to say hi, they want to interact, they want to be nice. Mm-hmm. But they're also missing their kids. I they're get, also I, missing I, I get their that, family. Right? And coming in to interact mm-hmm. just makes them feel like they're missing mm-hmm. out on their family. And it makes them miss them more. Of course. Right? So they're just like, hey, you know what, man, I'm going to sit there. If they're going to be around, hey, I'm happy they're here for you. Yeah. I love that you have your family here. I, and, and your kids are great. But, like, I can't be in that situation. 100%. I get that. But at the same time, it's just... For that, my kids, it's like a stab in the heart, right? Is it a stab in the heart if they've never talked to them or or if they don't know any different? Yeah, my kids, so my kids are saying, like, hi, 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 hi. And so they say nothing. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But they have so much yes. love shown to them they, all around. Our children are very, very blessed in the love department. Penelope loves love. Absolutely, that's that's her that's her love language. Penelope loves people. And yeah, and if you talk back to her, that's her love language. She 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 communication, yes. mm-hmm. right? And she's very perceptive to like if you're a little annoyed and you say oh, yeah. anything to her with Gosh. a little bit of an off tone, she's like, okay, I'm sorry. Yes. And it's like, whoa, kid, it had nothing to do with you. I'm I'm sorry if I made you feel that way. Yes. Right. And there's often times where she'll like get me up early in the morning and i gotta go get her her protein, her protein milk. milk yeah and and i'm like i'm coming right like i'm just tired i'm dead and and she's just like i'm sorry and it's like it's not you it's me yeah i'm tired i'm tired leave me alone yeah i i think yeah i i think it's crazy what the relationships and like the friendships that you've built being a blue collar worker, like some of the things that you've never thought, like uh, to Drew, you know, picking up our kids and thinking Aurora is such a funny, funny oh, yeah. character, right? He thinks she's savage. She is savage. She is. But the, my co, but he spent two minutes with her and was like, this fucking kid is savage. Yeah. I love this kid. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, your coworkers at ACP are the most, the most welcoming. Oh yeah, for her, and she, she loves going there. So TCR and ACP are two different kinds of blue collar. Yes. Right. So TCR is oil field. Yes. And we love the fuck out of our families, mm-hmm. and but we're all in the same situation together where we're in a. Our, so it. to be fair. Our kids have never been to TCR. Yeah. And I'm sure that if they went there, I'm sure this this fall when they they go there and they meet your boss and Terry will love them. Paige and and their daughter and her son, their son, and, um, you know, like the other people, they will too. They just prefer ACP. Yeah. Terry will absolutely love them. So far. They might not. Braden will love them. 
I think they like Haley because Haley works with kids, right? So yeah. I think they like Haley. So, so different types of blue collar, though, right? Yes. Like oil food. But it, but it, we're, we, we know we're going to be away for a certain amount of time. Yeah. We're going to miss out on our families. Yes. It's cool if we can see them. But ACP, they're seasonal, hmm. right? All those guys, both 99% of that crew don't work in the winter. Yeah. So they spend all year round with their kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, they see their kids all winter. And then a lot of the time we get time or a chance, they see their kids. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, they're, 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 they're both very family oriented groups, yes. but I think ACP is like more in touch with like, Hey, you know, like uh, a lot of them are younger. A lot of them are, have, have their kids where a lot of people at TCR, I don't, don't have children. Mm. Right. So, at, at ACP, it's 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 different. They're two very different blue collar groups. Interesting, right? A lot of those people. But this is still, their first and only blue collar job, too. Right? But it's still the same dynamic, is what I'm saying. Though, like, there's always that old guy, young guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. father. Well, look at Courtney and I. Courtney and I. Courtney is still older than me. Is he? Courtney's like six or seven years older than me. What do you consider more Courtney like an older brother, though? Than- I consider Courtney as an equal. As a friend, as, okay. a, as, as a good, as a, on that crew, up until uh, two years ago, three years ago, mm-hmm. Courtney and I were always together. Yeah. It was just him and I, right? And everyone still sees that. Everyone still sees Courtney and I as like, hey, if I'm standing somewhere else during the morning meeting, if I'm standing over here and he's standing over there, like, you and, you and Courtney fighting or what? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, man. Courtney and I have learned that we can communicate and talk. We work very closely together. Yes. Right. And and we talk on the phone a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, like, you we don't need to be together all the time. Yes. And that's what Ashton and I are figuring out. I think what Ashton's figuring out right now is that I room with you. I don't need to drive with you. I mm-hmm. don't need to I don't need to hang out with you all the time. Mm-hmm. We room together, you know, in order for that to work out, yes. we have to have alone time. Yes. We have to be apart. Yes. Um when I first started ACP, I room with Wilbur. For like two, three seasons, I roomed with Wilbur. Him and I, after like a couple of months, we roomed together for those couple of years only because we were familiar. Mm -hmm. We did not talk because we worked together all day and then we roomed together and he wanted to talk work all night in the hotel room. Mm -hmm. We did not talk anymore. There were times where he's like, I want to punch you in the face. He's like, yeah, man. And I did the same thing. I'm like, man, if I get you outside of this place, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. (laughs) <laughs> right and you said that to i've said that to wilbur and wilbur has said that to me right but Wild. we know we'd never do it mm-hmm. we we're just it, we motions ran high mm-hmm. we were away from family our family for a month or more at a time in the heat uh in in miserable conditions right mm-hmm. plus we had to room together mm-hmm. it, it just doesn't work yeah that's why in the oil field they have come to realize yes. if hey oil field companies are cheap as fuck if rooming together could work, they would make you do it. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting. Yeah. So, do you want me to show the videos of the kids? Absolutely. So, I asked the kids some questions, right? Just a couple. So, I don't, I don't, I yeah. put it near the mic there. So, this is Penelope. I asked her questions about you. Yeah. So, I probably did it at a bad time, but like, I think I always think it's important for the kids to say nice things about you. And with Father's Day coming up, obviously this Sunday, today, if you're listening to this today, yeah, this will be today. Um, 
Father's Day, and you know, I respect you as a father. I love you as a father. Like, like, does my kids? I love (laughs) you as my kids' father, the greatest father. I picked, I molded you to be their father. Because let's be honest, I molded you to make want kids. So I molded you to be their father. So here's the interesting thing: most women who after a man that's like their father, right? Yeah, you you that. molded me to be the opposite of that. Yes. And the opposite of mine. Yes. Right? You wanted me somewhere in the middle. Yeah. So I see you have traits of my dad's, that, like traits of my dad's that I like. Like the bald head or what? No. You think the bald head is sexy. No. Speaking of which, yes, I wear the hat in bed all the time. <laughs> no. Um, Like my dad has great, some great traits. You don't have like the handyman trait or anything like that that I wish you would have got. Hey. If they don't find you handy, at least they'll find you handsome. Yeah, so I wanted certain things in um, a father for my kids. Yeah. And I kind of always seen it in you, even though it took a long time for you to be that way. It's coming. And so this is what our, this is our five-year-old Penelope. Yeah. What she's going to say about you. I can't remember what she says in this video. So like, I hope it's nice. What do you love when Daddy does with you? Toys. Which toys do you love to play with? Um, dolls. Dolls. And what is your favorite food to eat with Daddy? Pizza. Fuck. That's awesome. Can you say Happy Father's Day? Happy Father's Day. She wanted to go inside, but um, <laughs> here's Aurora's. Happy Father's Day, Rory, what's your favorite thing to do with Daddy? Play. Play what? Play. Snakes and Really? Snakes and What do you love when Daddy does? He scares you? Yeah. Oh. Oh, really? What's your favorite thing to watch on TV with Daddy? Snow White. Snow White? Yeah. Can you say, I love you, Daddy? I love you, Daddy. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Can you wave? Bye-bye. So, that's what I... I love that. ...got the kids to try and do. We, We always try and make every like you know special right father's day birthdays yeah i'm a big holiday person my parents are not holiday people and i'm a big holiday person there's a shower curtain for everything everything so we really try and make sure that you feel included in everything most holidays you come home for try yeah so you know we always try and uh do extra stuff so yeah, just a little video for kids I really to see. appreciate that. I love the pizza. The pizza thing. Yeah. She knows. She knows. Yeah, they pizza both. Pizza and I are, are pizza and I. Jesus. Penelope and I are, uh, our, our DNA, our blood type is pizza. Um, Penelope actually has the same blood type as me. Aurora and you have the same blood type, though, which mm. is wild because Aurora looks more like me. Yeah. This is kind of weird. Um, Penelope's, one of Penelope's first words was Zaw. 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 Get the Zaw. Zaw, she loves Zaw. She loves the Zaw. Anything with Zaw. Yeah. 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 So, 
Is that it for um, no pillow talk before no, this day? No. Okay. Let's end this the same way I end everyone. Who would be on your Mount Rushmore and why? But isn't this about you, though? Because uh, we've already. Uh, but if they want to know who's on my Mount Mount Rushmore, it's been talked about in a couple of episodes. I want to know who's on your Mount Rushmore. But this isn't the Oilfield Wives episode. No, no, we'll get to that. So, on my Mount Rushmore. So what? What's on Rushmore? Like, is the, it like four most influential people in American history? Depending on who you're talking. American to. history. Well, the, that's that's Mount Rushmore. That's who's on Mount Rushmore, right? Okay. So this is in my your history. history. Who is on your Mount Rushmore? Who inspires you to be a better person? Who Who do you want to? Who Who has been your inspiration? I guess. Uh, so weird. Um. <laughs> is it just cliche if I say Taylor Swift or can no, I not say it can Taylor be Swift <clears throat> living dead fiction non-fiction oh I would say like I have FOMO because like what if I choose four people and then I want four and, more can I change my answer your answers are locked in <clears throat> locked in what if I change them for the oil field wives episode then you can change them on the oil field wives episode my answers have changed over over the course of some episodes my dad wasn't on my Mount Rushmore and then he was so on mine would probably be both my grandmas um is that counting as one can you do that yeah why not this is my podcast I can say anything I want both my grandmas I would say would be on there. We'll see if they count as one at the end. Okay. Um, both my grandmas. Uh, I would say Trish. Um, yeah. I would say Trish. Um, she's been an, a very part, big part of my life. Um, I would say... Are we, because this wasn't an interview about me, so like it's. You were still uh, a guest co. Yeah, it's just about my mother, right? It's about my mother, my motherhood, my motherhood experience through the eyes of your father, like yeah. being a mother through the eyes of you being a father. Um, I would say you've obviously influenced me. I hope so. Yeah. Um, you have obviously influenced me in my life. You used to like the Montreal Canadiens. I never liked the Montreal Canadiens. My wore, dad just, there's a picture of you wearing a hat. I shirt. was I was at the the thing. I was at the Rocket Richard thing. That was a game worn jersey. I wouldn't have even gone. Yeah, that's because you're weird. No, um, that's that's pretty big. <laughs> um, I'd say my grandma's, and then I'd probably say you and Trish. And honestly, I do like a lot of Taylor Swift lyrics. So I think Taylor Swift tells a story every time she sings. Yes. And like the way you cling to that story and the way you immerse yourself in her story. So I like watching you sit, dance and sing along to her songs. It's it's kind of cool. You're in the car and you're just like, mm-hmm. yes. mm-hmm. Karma was my boyfriend. Yeah. 
Karma yeah. is a god. Karma is a breeze in my hair on the weekend. Um Karma's a relaxing thought. Yeah, it's a relaxing thought, yeah. Aren't you obvious that for you it's not? You know what? Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. Yeah, so for me, I think Taylor Swift ties into a lot of things. But like I don't think she's influenced my life per se. You don't think so? I don't know. I've I, I've been with the same man for a long time, so like Oh true. Not yeah. that not that that's a dig at Taylor Swift because she just hasn't found her person yet, but Maybe she has in the nineteen eighty five. No, they were, they broke up. They, they were just, broke up they already. Were just, they were just a thing. They were just Ooh, a little friends. That's a song. With, they were just a little friends with benefits. I think Matt Ooh, Healy. That's a song. And it's the nineteen seventy five. By the way, in that year in nineteen seventy five. Yeah, probably something like that. Um, little Easter egg. So, I think Taylor Swift ties into my relationship with Trish. So I think that. that true. So I think that Damn. that is a. a uh, integral part of it, so I think that that. Damn. I think that that's probably why I have a lot of like Taylor Swift. Yeah. Stuff. Um. Yeah. So let's go with my grandma's Trish, and you. And actually, you know what? Your grandma too. My nana. Nana. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, she's on mine. She is on mine, probably for different reasons. Um, but when we first moved to Edmonton and then when I saw her with Trish, I went alone to see her with Trish. Yeah. And I talked a lot to her about. That's all she ever wanted. She wanted like 20 minutes alone with you. Yeah. And I, we talked to her till like two or three in the morning. Yeah. She's um, fun to talk to. She's great. And, uh, so my relationship with my grandma's my dad's mom was very complicated we're not gonna get into this whole thing right no. but like my relationship with my grandma was very complicated so when i and my nana died when i was little so when i got to meet your nana and talked about like adult things it like filled my bucket and it also reassured me about our relationship and you as a father right okay because like when you hear that from someone like they're gonna be such a good dad they just need to grow up a little bit more. They need to have more patience. Like, I think your Nana would love to see you as a, as a dad to these two girls. Yeah. And one day she will. Yeah. Go to Ontario together. Yeah. She's still alive. She's, She's still alive. She's still kicking it. Yeah. 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 But that's it. That's what my... That's it? Yeah. I think that's so. That's it? That's all? Anything else you yes. want to add in? No. I, happy Father's Day. Thank you. Um, I'm proud of the father you have become, and I can't wait to see... The father you will become. I have three children. Three, two, three, three kids, maybe four. And as our children grow. Mm. You know, it feels like it's taking forever to get there. No, it does not. It does. It really does. Like, I look at Pippa and I'm like, I can't believe you're only five kids. She's going to be six. I don't know. In October. I don't know. It's insane. Yeah. And Aurora, I can't believe she's only three. Yeah. That one, yeah. That one's just like, time is going so slow, right? Yes. But yeah. Yeah, I know. It's but been happy fun. Father's Day. Thank you. Want to make out? Maybe later off the camera. Mm, how about we cue the music and we make out while the music's going? <laughs> no. no. In your dreams. No? No. Why not? Because I don't want to. How about just a kiss then? <laughs>
Uh, come on now. That's a good kiss. Come on now. This is not. This is for you too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is our introduction into uh, Only the fans. spicy links. Only fans. I don't think so. Hey, the guys on Instagram have been asking for this. For yours. Yes. Yeah, yes. They've been asking for this. Yeah, I don't think so though. But you're a good daddy. Thanks. I appreciate it. And am, am, am I your daddy? I have a dad. Oh. Oh, you're not making it weird, daddy. <laughs> Do I have a daddy? I'm your daddy. Yeah. Sometimes. Daddy. <laughs> daddy, you know. And All then. right. Uh, you guys stay frosty, and thanks for coming to the two and a half hour long Father's Day spectacular bonus episode, bonus episode thing. Stay frosty. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right, end it, end it.